All right, welcome back to the I'm There podcast, guys. I'm your host, Freyway. I'm here with my co-host, Kenny, and we have two special guests with us today. We have returning to the podcast, Majora, a.k.a. Cheyenne, friend hey everybody. guest to the podcast. And we also have Bill, who is a friend of Kenny's and Cheyenne's. Uh, nice to meet you, Bill. We will be talking about cyberpunk edge runners the new netflix show that recently came out that has been trending and going crazy lately um, i'm sure that you guys have seen or heard about it seen memes about it and stuff like that uh i pretty much got coerced into watching it because i hate being left out i am one of those people who suffers from fomo and so i just when i see too many too many people talking about the same thing i'm just like god damn it even though i'm not interested in this i'm gonna watch it anyway and that's pretty much what happened to me same thing with squid game same thing with like it's funny because you wanted to be a part of the thing you know yeah it's funny i was uh so i was actually pretty excited to watch it just because i thought it looked cool and then i was going to message fraser like hey you should watch this new anime on netflix because uh you know it looks pretty good we can do a podcast episode on it and then i think like the day i was thinking about messaging him he messaged me and pretty much said exactly what he just said. Like, oh, everybody's talking about it, and I have to watch it's it. It's so, up, man. It's everybody's yeah. watching it. It's gotten really big. Uh, yeah. How do you guys feel about it? Like, who who hates it? Who likes it? Right. Who loves it? I, I'm just going to – I'll just throw this out there right now because I don't want to bring the mood down a bit. All no, right. no. It's fine. If, if we need I, I, I don't. Who... I don't hate it, right? I don't hate it. Okay. But I really, 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 really don't like it. Like, at all. Man. That is like so. Like, so, based on a little bit that I've seen in like the messages, mm. I, I, you know, I was able to put together that you didn't like it. Yeah, and I, I watched it all ten episodes, right. and I'm honestly shocked that you, shocked, I can't believe man. you don't like it. I know, I dude, think because I fucking love cyberpunk. Like I think it's a you love cyberpunk, but I also and... think I also just think it's. I think it's really good, and I think the setting, mm. the feel, the mood of it, like, the mood of the show is, like, I like a lot. And it, honestly, I was looking at it, and I was like, man, this almost makes me want to play Cyberpunk 2077. I, maybe you should. If, if I knew, ah, it's got a lot of problems. I mean, I know <laughs> the pro- a lot of them have uh, maybe been fixed, but... Well, let's, let's talk about that real quick, but I guess before we move on, uh, so I'll just say, for me personally, I like it i don't love it i'm in like that area where i would say this show was a solid 7.5 for me um, let's, let's say let's say five is completely and utterly average where would you put it out of seven, 10? seven seven point five seven point five yeah because okay. i think it's above average i think it does some things really well and i think it mm. i think it does some things poorly uh the main thing for me that it does poorly and i kenny and i talked about this off off camera mm. but it's the pacing is just too fast yeah, like, yeah it's pretty it, fast it is and fast. that's the that's the issue with it being 10 episodes i think that this would have been a perfect 24 episode anime um but i you know 24 episodes like a lot of anime actually are it gives them time to develop the characters more it gives it time to where people die you actually can feel something for the character because you know them a bit more i just feel mm. like in 10 episodes if everyone is going to die you know spoiler alert but like if everyone is going to die 10 episodes is just not enough time especially when they're 20 minutes each for me to be attached to any character like i am not attached to pretty much any of the characters in cyberpunk edge runners and i do like the characters but i'm not attached to a point where their deaths mean something to me when i see it so for me that is a, a a big issue with it but i think it does things well like animation i think that the music choices are pretty good like i like that whole jazzy feel and like that punk vibe that it has sometimes um storyline is whatever like it's, it's the action is the action sequences look really nice like the choreography for that type of stuff is like really well done and it to me it has like a almost like a cowboy bebop feel 
I was all saying right, that. All right, all righty, gentlemen. I love it. I love it. Let's I love it. Bring it down a bit. I, all no, right. Legit. I swear to God. Bebop. I was. I. It really does. I was watching this with another person, and while we were watching it, we both like pretty much said it almost the same time. Like, hey, this has like an older anime feel. Yeah, like, it 90s reminds anime. me of Cowboy Bebop. This. It's. It's the setting. It's the feeling. It's the music. It's the overall vibe. It just has like a. It just has a feel to it. They're the first also wall, taking I'm, odd jobs. It's like a, a motley crew, right? You got okay. this motley crew of people who are doing all these random things every episode. It's almost like an anthology, in, like how Cowboy Bebop is, where every episode is a little different, even though there's one overarching cohesive story going on. But like episodes, they're just like kind of doing things, right? They're just like, this is what we're doing today. We're going to take these jobs. We're going to get these credits or whatever they call their money, their currency. And, and then Euro, I feel like Euro every dollars. episode... I feel like every episode could literally end with see you later space cowboy. Like, I feel like if that was at the end of every episode, it actually just wouldn't even be out of character. It would have been awesome at the end just to see like, see you later edge runner or something like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm going to have to say no to all of you. I'm just not trying to hear any of this. I like, think here's another thing. Though. I think it's very inspired. I, I think that for example, one of like the big, one of like the things that carried on from Cowboy Bebop is like you're going to carry that weight. And when I got to the last episode, like that was the thing that came to mind. Like you call me the, fat. Like you're going to. Well, I mean, you know, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> your camera's off for a reason. Your camera's it is. It is. I'm fucking. Oh god, I'm hideous. But you're like um... the great mighty poo. But uh, <laughs> but no, I mean. I feel like, especially when I got to the end, like there was a lot of weight in uh, the things that were happening, and yeah, I liked it a lot. Um, I'll go into more specifics, you know, in a bit. Oh, real quick, real quick, it, if everybody could, like, let's say, <clears throat> like, his usually people say like seven is average. If if five was completely average, five is what, average. What would each one of us give it out of? So like, I I'd, I'd give it like a strong like eight point five. Yeah, like, so what, 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 another scale possible. system. I don't, I don't, I hate to throw another scale system at you. So like. This one's from my other friend. Uh, he go he goes saying things like one to eight good, and then one to eight bad. For me, it would be like That's... probably a seven good, and then like a two bad, and the two bad. Is okay, I get what you're I saying. See. I see. Yeah. For a second, okay. I was like, what? Yeah, I didn't understand <laughs> yeah. it until you actually said it at the end. Like, where, yeah, like yeah. you're saying, like out of everything that's good, and then like you're you're also scoring what's bad about it. Yep. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. I right. I have a seven point five. Bill has like our eight point five. Uh, Kenny has. I probably, I probably. Um, I mean, I'll, it's really fresh, and it's always hard to grade things when it's fresh. But yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm somewhere between a seven or an eight. Like it's either okay. an eight or a seven. Yeah. I'm not going to say it's a seven point five. <laughs> I think like given a week or two, I'll settle on a seven or an eight. But that's yeah. most likely what my score is going to be: either a seven or an eight. Yeah. Oh man, and, I feel bad. I and Cheyenne, your score. <laughs> uh, so like five is like completely. I, I would give it like a three or a four. Oh my god! I, I, I personally, I think it was a really bad anime. Okay, Just terrible. Can we terrible? Start, can we go through yeah. the things that this animates? So let's start with animation. All right. How All does right. everyone feel about the animation? I pretty also, pretty pretty damn good. Um, I, I've 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 seen worse, but I have seen better. Okay, that's but, like, how I feel. Yeah. Yeah. Like there's times like there's times where it's really fucking stylized and it's badass. Like yes. I think it's the one of the scenes that stuck with me the longest, even though it was like it was just kind of like a throwaway scene. It was the very beginning where there's like, the guy like there's like ten dudes, they're like fucking cops or whatever. Yep. And he like warps around all ten of them and like shoots yeah. each of them in the back of the head. Yeah. Like that was like cool as fuck. And like there's things like that that stick with me. Like I think 
the 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 art style is like fucking like a like an eight point five out of ten. Like it's fucking well, insane. That's what I, I I think to piggyback off what you're saying, Cheyenne is. I think the style of it is so so. Like I think the animation is good. It's not like the Demon Slayer movie. That's animation. exactly what I was going to say. It's but, never nothing is Demon Slayer, which is really annoying that Demon Slayer even exists at this point because everything that's animated for the rest yeah, of history yeah. is going to be compared to that anime because compared of how exceptional yeah. it is as far so, as like. Animation I mean, I gotta watch that. I don't really know what the fuck it is, but it just looks beautiful. Yeah. It's the most beautiful anime you will ever see in your life. Like it is so it, outrageous. But go ahead, Kenny. The animation isn't Demon Slayer, but. I think the animation is good, but then aside from that, I think the style is so clean. Like I love the style of the entire show. Yeah. For example, you mentioned the with the cops and like that slow motion. Essentially, yeah. he's using the Sandy, and then yeah, we get yeah. to see that 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 effect throughout the series. Yeah, a lot. Uh, it's almost David. episode. Um, but another thing is just I really love. I think it's episode one when yeah, he is, first starts seeing Lucy. Oh and like the way they enter, like he kind of like sees her hair, and you just see like her hair on a black screen. Like the way they did some of that weird stuff, I thought was cool. You're like, right. I remember the first time you see Lucy, you don't even know who she is. She doesn't have a name. She's not a character yet, but he just notices her. Her aesthetic, her animation, everything about that was very beautiful to me. And I don't use that word loosely. Like I really like when things are just aesthetically pleasing to the eyes. And to piggyback off of what you're saying about Lucy in particular, where I think the animation is like strongest is in all of the little love scenes between David and Lucy's, particularly the first one they had on the moon is fucking so good looking to me. Like I just really, really like that first time where they had that fake moon landing and like I that was cool. even the helmets, how the helmets are reflective and you can see it was like the helmets are CG. Basically, they look like they're not even anime. Like they like they're just full on CG helmets. That whole thing where they kind of hug each other and she talks about how she really wants to go to the moon one day and like she hugs up on them. I really love that shot. And that shot's used in a lot of wallpapers. If you just type in Cyberpunk Edge Runner wallpapers and stuff like that, like yeah. it's totally one of the like more iconic scenes of the entire thing. But I will say as much as I loved those like lovey dovey moments where the, they it's like very cinematography, like all about that. Um, some when I was first watching it, I'm gonna be honest, episode one, I was staring at it and I was kind of like, uh, this doesn't look like a 2022 anime to me, like it kind of just like a step down from like a lot of things that I've been seeing recently. But that's kind of something I liked about it is it felt old, like, yeah, blatantly. something about it felt old, but in to me in a good way, like, I really like nostalgic almost, yeah, old feeling of it, yeah. And what like, I was gonna I, say. About that is episode one, I was looking at it like this doesn't look that good to me. And that's that was my brain comparing it to what I had recently watched, which is like VV Fluoride's Eye Song, uh, Demon Slayer, like all of these crazy looking anime, right? That are all 2022 and like everything's just everyone's going, every studio is going ham. And so as I was watching, I was like, oh, this doesn't look that good. And then as I kept watching it, as I'm getting through the episodes, I get to like episode three and I'm used to it now. And I start to realize, like, this actually just looks good. It's just that it's very stylized, right? Like, it's yeah, yeah, like yeah. people who who see something cell shaded and they're like, oh, that doesn't look good to me. But then after you deal with cell shaded something, like a game that's cell shaded for a while, you start to appreciate it for what it is. Like, you start to like yeah. it, like Tales Symphonia or like it's Beautiful like, Joe. It's like everybody's like introduction to cell shading is probably Wind Waker. And like everybody, they're like, what the fuck's going on with that game? It's really weird. But then you just, you're like, wow, this is an amazing. After also, a like, while, you start to like, get Wind Waker to aged really well in yes. terms of graphics, I think. So yeah. I feel like the longer I watched Ed Run- Edge Runners, I started to fall in love with the animation because I realized this is like a very, very style. Like a lot of things that they do 
for example, like Kenny mentioned, every time he used the Sandy, that effect, I got used to like just seeing that effect. The cyber psychosis when the eyes start shaking. Oh, yeah. The cyber psychosis looks so cool. Another thing on the Sandy, the one one of the scenes that I thought was awesome is there's like an android that also seems to have a uh, Sandy uh, equipped. So it's like after the little time skip, I think it's like episode six. And so he's going and he's fighting this guy and he's like in his slow motion mode. And then the the robot is able to react to him in slow motion. And so you see him like jump over the robot's head and like trying to shoot him in the back and it's all in slow motion. And then they kind of zoom it out and then show you it in real time. Oh, right. It's like, right. It's like three it's, frames, but it looks so Yeah, I remember cool. that. Yeah. I, I really thought that was cool, cool too, actually. Yeah. yeah, so animation, I think, is actually fine. Um, it might be, again, to people who are used to just watching current anime and stuff like that, at first, you might look at it and be like, oh, this is not exactly it. But I think that if you just continue watching it, you'll slowly start to appreciate like some of the things that they do. Again, it's not like, it will never be Demon Slayer, but most things aren't. So if Demon Slayer is a 10, right? And like, I don't know, something really bad. Like, I, a lot of anime also at the same time are just not very well animated. But like, let's say Demon Slayer is a 10 on a scale of 1 to 10. I would say that this is probably like an 8 for me. Like, I think it actually looks really nice. And the longer it went on, I really started to like in it. In terms of the animation. Just like animation, just like how okay. things look and just how fluid. I, I always look you. at how fluid things move, too. Like, how, like, people's, like, uh, the choreography on the fights, like, when they punch or when they kick, like, how does that actually look? Is it just still frame? Because you know how, I don't know if you've ever seen an anime called Sayuki, but I used to love it. But now yeah, when, I, yeah. when I watch Sayuki and Get Backers now, they don't age well because their fights are just them. They'll punch and it'll just be like a still animation. Oh, yeah. punch. Kenny got me in the Sayuki back when we were like fucking like 13, man. Yeah. I was like, we were I obsessed love Sayuki, with Sayuki. But every fight scene is just like, oh, it's, it's bad. a still it's like, image. Like seven fr- like, it's a still yeah. image on like a, a line background. Yes. It's like the zoom lines in the background. Oh, it's a still yeah. image. That's every fight scene. It's so bad, I always man. look for stuff like that, like to see if they cheap cheapened out on the animation because I always, you know, I always think about like, what's the budget? You can tell what the budget is. As soon as they start using too many stills, it's like yeah this is some bullshit yeah, but. There, real quick i think it was maybe like episode one where i didn't even know what the fuck the the sand death skit again it, it, was, the fuck. it was episode i think was it, episode two no it was one it was one and it was one and it was the scene where froze. go ahead yeah go ahead it was like it was like he was looking at it or something or it showed his back i don't remember right, it but was, i thought the anime froze I was it, like, Yo, holding his mom's scene? jacket with the sand devastan like taped to the back of it and it was it was like barely even a slow zoom in and it was just like a 20 frame scene and dude, it, was it was just like staring at it. it was like dude I, I legit i was like yo did your thing freeze because me and bill watched it together so did yeah. it freeze for you and i was like yo they they, they really milked that still frame do you guys they, they, that? Really, yeah. that did. It, it happened yeah. again like a few episodes later it, it, was, it, it was staring at like, it was staring at uh david's face like his eye yeah. for like I know exactly what I'm talking seconds. It was so long. long. It was like, what is this there? So how do you guys feel about the animation overall? I I think I mean I I don't watch too many animes. Um so I can't really like reference, but I I would give it like an eight. Like I've seen some like clips of some of some animes and like some things are like really bad. Like I remember one scene from I'm not sure if it was like the Berserker movie or the anime, but it's him like walking away from somebody and it's just like this really like jagged skippy thing and it looked really bad (laughs) so for me i think for me it's like it was like inconsistent like i i I enjoyed it but i wasn't like there were like outside of some of the stylized moments like i was like oh that was cool that was slick whatever but i wasn't 
the art style I'm like I, I really enjoyed because it's it is like cyberpunk the, the the franchise or whatever. But I I wasn't I wasn't really drawn in one direction. Like I was I was more like at middle of the road. Like eh, like it was it was alright. Like a my, my favorite kinda... aspect of like the whole anime was how close they stuck with the universe. Yeah, like. And, and like the stuff with the universe, stuff with the game, like the hacking, straight from the game. Yeah. Like all the HUD elements, straight from the game. The, oh, the like background that. soundtrack, straight from the See, game. See, I knew nothing about. I've never played the game, so for me, what you guys are saying is actually really pleasing to hear that they actually like did a good adaptation. Because I was wondering, and I'm glad we have Bill and Cheyenne on this podcast episode, but I was wondering about how well they did as far as a game comparison like does it here's like strict spot on so here's this as someone who as someone who didn't play the game but i watched cheyenne stream it and i've watched like some other clips of it and then i also kind of saw some stuff after watching the anime i think they captured the feel of the game a lot the characters and like the feel of night city but even down to like what bill was saying with hud hud elements and stuff um rebecca the character rebecca the little the little girl yep um her apartment that you see in the anime is in Cyberpunk 2077. Like you can go in oh, that wow. apartment and it's like it looks exactly like the exact setup of her apartment is from the video game that you see that you That's see her really in dope. the anime. I want to say something like, about it, Rebecca. I know too. um David David's apartment, the first apartment that he has where he like constantly has to crawl in like the fucking air conditioning yeah. vent or whatever. That is just the first apartment that you get in Cyberpunk, like like to a T. Like it is the exact it's layout. That's so amazing because he's probably, so it's like yeah, like like you know you know how like the, I, the I, I, real, real quick like that the the, the the building he lives in is a uh, uh, mega building H ten I think, and it's actually that apartment is just straight up V's apartment. Like after yeah, because V is the character that you play as in a year later. So it's like it's it's that apartment you get it. Yeah. So I was going to say about uh, Rebecca, speaking of her, because we were talking about animation and just like a lot of the things and how things look and how much they compare to the video game and stuff like that. As far as animation goes, that that scene where I think David comes to her apartment and she opens the door with a gun to his head. <laughs> and like the way that shot is where she's basically naked, like she's in basically a bra and panties. She has the gun up to his head and she's like, hey, yeah, she's talking to her brother. She's like, yo, dickhead, this is your fucking guy. You're supposed to be like chaperoning him. Like, I'm not doing this. I'm not dealing with him. And the way she just like has the gun to his head, so gangster looking, like this little ass girl, but the pose that she has, like in his face, is just that shot. That's when I started because that's really early on. But that shot is when I started to be like, okay, I'm really liking the way this looks like just the way like the shot was kind of like the camera was low even though this is an animated thing it's kind of shot from the ground up like looking up at her and it makes her look tall she's really small yeah but it made her look really tall the way they stretched out her body and stuff like that like just that cinematography stuff i just really like it i appreciate that i also want to quickly say because you mentioned how she was like almost naked um i this is something else that i really liked about the series and i think is very true to the cyberpunk aesthetic and feel I like how free and open they were with nudity in the series, yeah. but it and even okay. during the sexual yeah. moments, it didn't feel sexy. It felt it just felt normal. Like I agree. Yeah. You get what I'm trying to say? Like me, I'm disclaimer. I'm a massive pervert. I love you know what I mean. Yeah. Love all that stuff. But when I watch this. I never got like horny or anything. Yeah, like, I didn't get the vibe that it was trying to sell me sex. Honestly, yeah, Even when yeah, I would see Lucy it was just naked, so normalized. Yeah. Yes, I didn't think of it as like. I like that too. Yeah, it didn't feel like they were trying to get me on some HBO shit where HBO oh, just kind of yeah. nudity. Of all the of all the, of all the things, 
My bad, I cut you off. Of, no, of no, all man. the shit that um I think like the number one thing I probably like the most is that like I think it's like it's not just like oh there's no none of that like Puritan American good old fashioned bullshit. It's like yeah. people just fuck. Like me and Bill were saying yeah. like but, that's us. Dude, you will go outside. There's a guy with a flashlight on his dick outside. Like yeah, me and Bill. I love like, that. Would be us. That would, that would just, yep. we would be the guys outside getting our dick sucked <laughs> oh, by a flashlight in the middle of the. <laughs> Staircase, <laughs> like it's like that's their drug. It's like some guys shoot. Like, I do like cyber heroin. So other guys have flashlights on their dick outside. Yeah, <laughs> so I, I appreciate that because it it yeah. really put you in. Because like you said, it doesn't. It's not like it doesn't stray away from it. It's not like this puritan pure thing. But also, yeah. even though there's a lot of nudity in the show, it never feels gratuitous. It never feels like it's trying to get you to jerk off. Or, yeah, like, yeah. It just, it feels really natural in the setting. Yeah. And like I people really, just get really naked like in front of each other when they're like comfortable or whatever. And when they're also just trying to blatantly entice someone like she, Lucy had a crush on David pretty early on because he's so innocent. He's so different from what she's used to. She's used to uh, the city night city where everyone, you can't trust anyone and everyone's trying to backstab you. Right. So she's used to like this lifestyle. And here comes this innocent ass little boy who's just like, the sweetest thing. He knows nothing. He's trying to drink beer in her apartment and trying to like smoke. And he's terrible at both of those things at first anyway. And like, she just immediately falls for him. So she's getting like naked. She's getting close to him, just kind of trying to turn him on. He doesn't even really fully grasp like what's happening because he's that innocent and that young about it. But Again, even in those moments, I didn't feel like, oh, God, they're going to have the, they're going to make them fuck. And like, it's going to be this whole big thing, like an HBO scene where it's like they're going to blatantly start showing, you know, him grabbing her titties and her bouncing crazy. Like there was no crazy like cleavage bouncing or anything like that that I could call yeah. back. Like, you know how the fan service stuff they do in regular animes. I didn't feel any of that. And I was just appreciative that it was just kind of like, let's stick to the point here. Like this is night city and this city basically will consume you if you don't get out of it and i was like the kind of the overarching themes like tragedy and like the city will swallow you if you don't like leave essentially um i just i just felt like it stayed on theme a lot of the time and uh yeah i mean i, I do remember though when lucy was naked for like the first time and her nipples they were so fucking hard and i could not but i was wondering if they were hard because they were hard measuring well, how do you know that well i was wondering <laughs> if they were hard. hard because they were hers or because they were modded like so i wanted to talk about this as far as the way this world building goes and the way things look in cyberpunk edge runners you can tell when someone's been modded because they have lines like lines are kind of a way to show that somebody has uh altered their self with cyber parts like cyberware and david when he first is like introduced and he gets to sandy and he's using it he fights against somebody and somebody says like oh i see you're still using organics like you're still yeah. mostly organic. You you know you're never going to be able to damn it. Like Maine even tells him you're never going to be able to use the sandy properly if you're just if you stay all organic like that. And I like the way they use the word organic. Like obviously that just means you haven't changed your flesh to be robotic. And uh, then when as he starts to mod himself and as people start modding themselves, you see these lines on their body, and that's just indicative of that cyberware. Yep. Right, right. Like you just get used to it. Every time you see that on anyone's body, you just know, okay, this guy's that part of his body's modded. And it's just a really cool detail that like it's just a stylistic thing that if they were to make a season two and I saw a guy with like lines all over his face and his biceps, I'd be like, okay, so like all of those parts of his body are just like machinery. It's yeah. really cool. So speaking speaking of a season two, and I feel like it's a little early to talk about, but like fuck it, here we are. Yeah, um, yeah, no. yeah. All right, so like I don't they're like for a season two. The only thing I could see happening is Lucy 
goes back to Night City to kind of get revenge. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I can see that. that. I think I think a a much better concept that they could do, and they can milk it for like way more episodes. Is it's a prequel of Maine and their crew and how they got together and and like all the and and like Martina's mom would be in it. And like, yeah, it would. They can make it for so many more episodes. They can, they can deep dive into like every character, like Kiwi's back, like backstory, yeah, Rebecca's that's backstory. True, that would be really good because that would give us because like, like honestly, missing. like at the, at the end, spoiler alert, a lot of them die. Yeah. Um, and like, yeah, you can't like people want to see those characters again and get to know more about them, and that's like the best way to do it is to make a prequel. And we're in a world right now where prequels are hot. Like, people are doing... Pre- uh, Lord of the Rings has a prequel right now, uh, Rings of Power. Game of Thrones has a prequel right now, House of the Dragon. Yeah. Uh, there's a bunch of... Like, this is prequel season. This is like the... We're in a world where prequels are trending. Any, uh, yeah, it's like anything that has kind of, like, arrived. Like, you like you know it fucking made it. It has a prequel. Yes. You know what I mean? So, like, everything. I, I would appreciate a prequel in that I do really like a lot of the characters. Um, But what I was thinking is you can make a million seasons of this and then just follow just there's a lot of people in that city yeah that's what i was saying i would love to see more of that bill was saying to me he's like well everybody died off i was like bill it's a big fucking city like there's just anybody like like and that's the thing that i like it it's almost like i hate to compare them but they're they are a little similar like grand theft auto it's like there's a million fucking stories to be told in los santos a nice yeah. city and whatever fucking universe. Not for nothing. I live in Philadelphia and 20 people died over the weekend. And Each like, one of those people could have a fucking is, That is a regular know? thing here, unfortunate <laughs> to say, but like w- when people were just dying like that, at first I was like, oh God, this is like an Akame got killed. This is one of those animes where everyone's going to die for the sake of dying. But then I thought about it. The people in real life who are out there living that kind of street life or just, you know, doing like edge runner type things. They are actually getting killed. Like that is a real part of real life. Go ahead. My bad. The thing that is like so tragic about Night City is like you pretty much have to be in the city, like doing dirt. Like you have yeah. to like, or else you're not gonna. You're gonna just die. Like, it's kind of like, like cyber New York City, where they say in New York you need a job, a side hustle, and a little bit of scamming too. Like in yeah, order like, to survive but, in New York, you need your job. You need a fucking side hustle. And you need to do a little bit of fraud on like or just a little bit of fraud too to keep you afloat. Like you can't you can't just be like I just have a regular McDonald's. Like you can't survive with McDonald's. McDonald's. In that sense, then yeah. New York is probably just Night City. Yes. Like, yeah, but then yeah. also also just like you go outside, like you'll just see somebody get murdered, and that's like, oh well, that's like uh Bill also said to me, he was like, I feel like you feel like Night City is a war zone. And I was like, Night City is like Brazil. It's like the worst part of Brazil. It's like I'm not so- sure like where I stand on it because like, and when you when you play the game Night City, like you see like the kids just walking around the street. You know what I mean? Like just kid, like a kid. Yeah, yeah. So you, you would think like if if this place is that dangerous, the kid wouldn't be walking. Around I think the it's the parents, I think the, the parents, parents are terrible. Them. I think the parents have no fucking I, idea. What I, 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 don't, I, don't, I don't. I don't see that just because like, like every parent can't be terrible. You know what I mean? I can yeah, speak can, to <laughs> I can speak to that though. I think that that is actually also something I would compare it to my city and probably other, every other major city in the country. But like, I was watching some videos on Instagram of just like crimes happening around Philadelphia because I don't know why I do that, but that shit comes across my timeline. And sometimes I stop and I watch it. And last week there was a Wawa in Philadelphia that just had a hundred actual kids 
storming it and destroyed the Wawa, stole everything out of it, jumped on every car that was outside of the Wawa's uh, parking lot, um, and just were fighting and, and acting crazy. A flash and mob? Was it a flash mob? It was a, basically a flash mob, and I was like, oh shit, they're back. But my, my <laughs> point is, in that video, because I always like to read the comment section of these types of videos, because I just love, people make jokes about shit like this, and it's terrible, but like, I love laughing. So anyway, in the comment section, people were like, yo, why are those little ass babies out there? Like, And I didn't notice it at first, because there's so many kids on screen. Like, when you're watching it, you don't really focus on any in one individual but then i went back i was like what kids are they talking about because everyone in the video was a teenager i thought and then i went back and i literally saw a couple of actual kids who were like eight years old and they were <laughs> literally had their hands being held by like one of the teenagers and they're also just engaging in the bad shit and just like running around and doing all kinds of nuts it was insane but it reminded me of like certain parts of philly like kensington there's like kids who just walk around on their own as crazy as that is to say because kensington is considered the the worst drug epidemic part of the entire country and it's in philadelphia right so like it's here and it's yeah. considered the absolute number one worst drug epidemic part in the entire united states and there are children who go to school every day and they have to walk through kensington to get to school and their parents don't like their parents don't take them to school because they either don't want to they don't care they're terrible like whatever whatever the reason is or they're or they're working their fifth job of the day like like how martinez's mom david's mom she literally overworked herself he didn't even know what she really did like she overworked herself to afford him of like a better life, hopefully. But that's I'm just saying that that is actually more real than you think in the city. Like you'd be surprised at how often young children are just wandering around with no supervision. So this is kind of like the go ahead. Her. I was no, gonna no, say go it's, ahead, it's go almost ahead. like the like the kid in the big city. Like I remember, like, dude, I had this conversation literally. It was like a fucking day ago, where I, I me and Kenny, we we were. We were born in Southwest, and it's fucking crazy around there now. But, like, I remember one time I was outside because this is just like the 90s, right? I was outside and I was like, I really got to go take a piss, but I'm just going to stay outside as long as I can just to see what'll happen. And I went inside. I was like, okay, hey, where were you? Like, it was like, I was outside. It was like eight. And I was like, and I was like eight. And I just, I went inside. I was like casual, like, oh, yeah, no, where were you? No, it doesn't matter. Just whatever. Yeah. I mean, I remember being a kid and just going all kinds of different places. And then like, it's funny because when you're a kid, you map out your neighborhood and like, you know how far you've gone. Yeah. And it's always such an adventure when you go to the next block. Yeah. Like when you go to the next block in your neighborhood that you haven't been to yet, you're like, Oh shit. Your world is so small as a kid. And then you start to slowly, like you said, just kind of expand the rubber band and you just find like, Oh, this is an extra section of the city that I never knew about. And you're walking yeah. everywhere because you don't have a car. You probably don't are not taking a bus or anything. Cause that costs money. So you're just like literally walking with your friends aimlessly and just ending up in all kinds of weird neighborhoods and just all kinds of weird places. And I also did the same type of stuff when I was like a preteen and like my early teen years before I found like my core group of friends that I just played Yu-Gi-Oh with and Monster Hunter with. But before that, I used to genuinely just walk just around with like my cousins and stuff and just explore. Yeah. And, and I would be out for hours and it's just like, it's just like you said, Cheyenne, I would come in the house and yeah. the adults would just kind of not be concerned about where because I was. Because like nowadays yeah. you're, like, you're like fucking tracked. You're practically chipped. Yes. It's like, where's your cell phone? Did you have your smartphone? Did you have the, it's like, no, it's just you go, go play basketball outside. What does yeah. play basketball they mean? come in when you street walk around with the ball forever. And you yeah. just go, go the poke the hobo with a stick. All right. Just go <laughs> yeah. poke with a stick. Yeah. So I want to talk a little bit about this and the tragedy of it. I want to give like a, a bit of my some of my feelings on the show in that regard. Yeah. And then I'm curious what some of you guys feel. So you guys mentioned the tragedy of the show 
And, like, I saw in one of our chats, I went back and read a little bit of it, but Cheyenne mentioned that, like, you mentioned that some of the show felt predictable, like you knew his mom was going to die, right? And so what I found interesting about the show and what really drew me in, and although I agree with something Frazier said earlier, is that he wishes a little bit longer because with only 10 episodes, it's hard to get attached to the characters. And while I agree, I think, like, 16 episodes would have been perfect. Um, Even in the short time frame, I did find myself really getting roped in to the characters and their person because they have like they all had such distinct personalities without being one note yeah they they didn't feel like one note people um and so they wrote me in but anyway the anxiety of the show and honestly when i finished episode 10 like i was just sad like i had like that 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 lethargic feeling come over me because the show sets you up and like you know what's happening you're in the shitty city and you know like nobody really makes it out alive and as it goes on you see that like it's going to be a tragedy and you can kind of tell pretty early on that it's not going to have a happy ending. And that like, that kind of settles in and you feel the weight of that. And you know that like a lot, if not everybody, a lot of people are going to die and it builds this anxiety. Cause like, at least for me, you don't want them to die. Like I want, um, him and Lucy to end up on the moon together. You yeah, know what I, mean? I thought that that was foreshadowing. I thought that they were actually going to end up on the moon at the end. And then when we started to get closer to the end, episode nine and ten, when they were telling to put on the exoskeleton thing, I said, "Oh, this is actually not going to go right." Yeah, like he's not, not going to make it to the moon with her. And then you even have like Rebecca, who I think on the internet, I mean, I, I could be wrong, but from the brief that I've seen, a lot of people just really like her because she's like a really spastic character, and she's really nutty and spastic and like. Very anime esque character. Yes, definitely but very I, anime. I really enjoyed toward the end of the series. She genuinely cared about um about um David. I always want to call him Dominic. His name's not Dominic. No, I don't know David. why I want to call him Dominic. David. She re- she like was trying to open up to him and like get him to feel things, and then like she really cared about him at the end. And she, she actually had a crush on him. Yes. She had a crush on him. Which cared about really him. Blatantly shows him, but she talks about it with other people. Yeah. But then also, like, and this is such a real thing, is you care about somebody so much and you know what, what is good for them, but because you also respect them and like them, you you do what they want to do even though you know it's bad for them. Like, yep. she allowed him to continue, like, essentially throw his life away because she was like, yep. ride or die. Like, she was with him. And Whereas Lucy actively like, tried to stop him altogether from yeah. going further. Like, she wanted him to stop. And then Rebecca's like, I know that you stopping would be the best thing for you, but I'm also allowing you to make your own decisions, even if it will lead to your destruction. And speaking on something that you said a little earlier, like in your spiel just now, um, when you start to realize that it's going to be a tragedy is okay. So Rebecca's brother gets killed kind of random by the guy who's just like jerking off outside peeing or whatever. And that, that scene happened so quick and so random to me that I had to rewind it to see if I missed something. I, um, I knew, like, so I, I thought he was going to get, like, his arm ripped off or he was going to die. Because you knew his arm was going to go to David or something. Well, no, it wasn't, like. even, it wasn't even that. It was, like, because at that moment, I, I just, I don't know. It felt a little, I don't know if the word predictable is necessarily right. But it was, like, they were they just kind of hit this point where they were, like, in a groove. Yep. And, like, there was, like, a lull in the action. They're kind of settling down. And then, and then that happened. I was, like, okay, so that dude is going to either kill him or, like, rip his arm off or something. Like, something bad's going to happen yeah. right now. So, well, I mean, it, it doesn't happened, hurt that his eyes were fucking happened, glowing, but... I thought he was somehow still alive. Because his body just did not fall. He, his body didn't like, fall over a anything. huge, like, duration of the whole thing. And I was like, he's still alive in some small way. And then Rebecca just, like, finished. She's like, 
basically just kind of finishes him off and blows off like the lower part of his head. So I want to say a couple things about that. Um, when he got like Rebecca's brother got his head blown off or whatever, I was trying to understand what makes a person dead in this show. Like I wasn't sure if he was dead either because his body was still standing for a while after I, like, uh... a chunk of his head was gone. So I was like, I don't know if he's actually dead. I don't know if they can repair him. I don't know if this is that kind of world yet. And, and then, then after it was kind of confirmed, I said, okay, so headshots are still headshots in this world. Yeah. In a similar way, I, when it happened, I kind of like, I was like, damn, he's dead. But at the, there was a, a shred of disbelief in yeah. like, this is cyberpunk. Maybe like, I don't know, maybe he's alive. Like yeah, maybe, maybe they can, can re-upload Maybe they can to, put them together or maybe something. Maybe his I thought brain that is backed up somewhere. Too. I don't know. Um, the other thing I was going to say is that, so when I was noticing like how the show was going to go it really was episode five and six for me and that's when main started to succumb to cyber psychosis so at first when rebecca's brother got killed i was like okay that's one death in the crew like in the main crew whatever but it like i didn't really care for that guy anyway he was just all like weird about jerking off and stuff like that with his long ass arms when main and dario got killed like that whole tragic episode before the time skip when that once that happened, I realized this whole thing is bad. like this is going to end. Yeah, everyone's going to die. Bad, like yeah. I just as soon as that happened, I was like, everyone's going to die uh, because they're just killing them off slowly. Well, as slow as they can for ten episodes. But like once I saw episode five or six, I forget which one it is. But when I saw Main and Dario get killed, I was like, oh, this is like that type of. I always I don't know what to call it, but I call them like a comic got kill animes because like in a comic got kill, every character, including the main character, dies, and so. As soon as I see any anime where like two or three of the main characters that you've been introduced to for several episodes just get killed, I just assume that the rest of the cast is up for grabs and they're probably going to get off at some point too. And I just start to look at every character like, all right, well, what, how is this gonna like? How is this guy gonna die? That's Yo, like, I, gotta, I gotta say yeah. something that was so fucking funny to me. Like you know how like you 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 watch and you hear people's voice and the one guy Faraday. He was voiced by um fucking Gus Spring, and I was like, yeah. I picked it up really quick, and I, I just thought, I'm just gonna say it, man. He's like, "Hey there, cyberpunks, how are you? I'm here to." It's like <laughs> it was so bad. Like, did anybody else think his voice acting was out, out of all the voice actors, he he was the most like wrong fitted. You know what I mean? <laughs> he was like, "Oh, this is like, another topic." I can follow your cyberpunks. I know what you're going to do today. Like, it was just so is his it, cadence. It, it's it's sad because like Breaking Bad just like made him that character and now he has to be that character for everything yeah you know what i mean like it kind of sucks so i watched episode one and i had it in english dub and that's because it was the default setting i guess for that and then after episode one i don't know why i just had this weird thought so part of me thought the cyberpunk uh edge runners was like an american thing like like how avatar is really good and it's american and then i don't know why i had this random thought but i just clicked the button on the like my controller and went over to like language details and realized that i could put it in japanese with english subtitles so for episode two i watched it in japanese with english subtitles because i prefer anime in like english english subtitles japanese voice acting so episode one i watched the whole thing in english without even realizing that i could put it in japanese i thought it was an american show i thought it was made by americans and i realized like wait a second this is probably actually just japanese right and so i put it in japanese and i watched episodes two through ten in japanese so i actually don't know when you guys are talking about this character's voice and like whoever it was, I got a completely different experience because yeah, I, just, did. I, li- so I listened to the quick. whole thing in Japanese, but I assume that all three of you watched it in English, I guess. Yeah. yeah I watched it in English. Yeah. Okay. So um, Rebecca's voice actor is like the goddamn best voice actor for an annoying person. 
<laughs> it's like she I, I was watching it i'm like i know this voice from somewhere like i know this voice and i play fallout like all the fallout games and in yeah. fallout 76 has a robot bandit called rose and she is obnoxious <laughs> like people hate her and i was like i'm plowing and I'm, and I'm and i'm you know watching the show and i realized oh my god the voice actor does rebecca does the voice for rose and like yeah, it's it's, awesome. I, it just made me fall so much more in love with rose or rebecca as a character because like it's that voice acting it's just obnoxious yeah. that's awesome i um i like the i didn't actor. mind i didn't mind um Faraday's voice, uh, yeah. lead, huh? as we mentioned, he's voiced Started by. You laugh at a certain point. I don't remember his real name, but the John guy that Carlos plays Dustin Breaking Bad. Um, I know um, exactly what you're talking about. I don't remember his name either, but he's also in The Boys, right? Yeah, yeah he's he in The Boys. He he's in a lot yeah. of things. He's also in The Mandalorian. He always plays a villain. Like Frazier, do yourself a favor when you get the chance, just to add, for like a quick, like two minute or listen to his English dub voice. It's like, it's, I swear to God. Hello, Daniel. I know what you're going to do today. It was just so he sounds like, so yeah. different from what Gus looks like and sounds like in Japanese. Like the Japanese voices, really? like most things that are originally in Japanese, they just fit. So like even Rebecca's voice is just is is just perfectly fine. Like all of the voices in Japanese are literally exactly what the characters look like. And this is one of the problems that I always have with things that are dubbed. Sometimes they get it right most of the time they get it wrong and the characters just don't look and sound oh, correct. There were, there were two times I, I fucking cringed my ass off. One time Daniel goes like, hey, yeah, I guess I'm just built different. Oh, God. And yeah, then, no. and then hold on, another time, him. another time, the worst one. Daniel. <laughs> uh, yeah, I knew he, I knew he meant David, but yes. <laughs> damn, Daniel. Oh, back damn, damn, again. Daniel. Damn, <laughs> Daniel. <laughs> um, no, and then the, the worst one, the worst one, Kiwi's talking to somebody and she's like, Ooh, I guess you're a simp for that, huh? Like she just used the word simp. Yeah, you're, you're a simp for the simp for a corpo or something like that. Yeah, it's like really, we're using but the word uh, simp. Like, what are we doing uh, here? Yeah, like simp doesn't, this doesn't feel like a fit in the universe, but who knows? No, you know, uh, it's just, it's just for me, for me, it just it was one word. It was just one word, so I was like, it, yeah, it, it felt it, like when you touch a hot stove and you go ah. I was like, that's what I did when I heard. Sim. I was like, no. I just, I, I think sim. you're just like a hard contrarian for certain things, and you just hate that word because the internet. Sim. Uses no, I, I use the word he's, sim. He's, he's, he's bitter and vindictive. I use the word you know? sim, but it just doesn't. It's very trendy right now. It's like gaslighting. The word gaslighting is also trendy. Like, oh, I'm surprised it is. They didn't use Everybody's gaslit these days, yeah. man. And certain words are trendy. A hamburger and they're gaslit. Like, <laughs> I don't have a problem with them using the word at all. Um, but I, my experience, I really can't even relate to what you guys are saying right now. So I'm just like, I'm listening to what you guys are saying, but I had a completely different experience because I just watched yeah. nine episodes in, in Japanese. So I don't even remember the English voice acting, except that from it episode was kinda, one, it was kind of cringe. I remember episode one, as I was watching it, I was trying to focus on what was happening and I kept thinking about the voices and I was like, Oh God, this is like kind of annoying. And then I guess that that's what maybe tipped me off that maybe I can switch the language and I'd switch it to Japanese and my ears just like the sound of Japanese voice acting. Cause I think that Japanese voice actors just are so much better at conveying emotion, specifically sincerity. I just don't think American voice actors, how you said that he's like, Oh David, I see you're like, I, it doesn't sound sincere. It sounds like a mm. fake, like people don't sound like that. Like they well, just, it's also me just being an asshole too, though, you know? <laughs> well, it's also just like how I f I've always felt in, in, on this podcast, we're at episode 102 now. I've expressed this opinion a lot. I don't think that American voice actors, for the most part, obviously there's always exceptions. I can't generalize the entire American voice right, acting. Right, right. But like, 
most of the time, American voice actors always sounds like they're affecting a voice that is so far from what anyone would actually speak like. And it doesn't usually fit the character in the way the original mm. like voice actors and the way the original characters what look are, and sound. What are some dubs that you like? Uh, one of my favorites is Soul Eater. I think Soul Eater's dub mm. is fantastic. Um, I also think Dragon Ball Z's like dub is is perfectly fine. Like Vegeta and Goku and Cell, I think they all sound great. Um, yep. another give me one, a couple more. Give me a couple more. Uh, let me see. What's another dub that I think is like Bebop's any, like the no brainer. Like, yeah, Bebop. Like no-brainer. You can watch either way. Oh, what about um, Full Metal Alchemist? Uh, I was gonna say, I literally yep. was gonna say Brotherhood, yep. Full Metal Alchemist, Brotherhood. Uh, Both they sound really good. Yeah, they sound like perfectly. I don't. Fine. I don't think the dub was bad. I I just think it was. Like, for example, like another thing, maybe maybe it's just because uh, like I'm a product of my time. Like, I didn't really cringe when Maine, he would call like Daniel, David, whatever the fuck he would call. He'd be like, hey, come on, dog. Like, he would just call him dog. Like, he th- would throw it in. But I was like, well, is that me just being biased? Because like, I'm used to people saying dog versus like, like if he's also David black, was like, so come like- on, <laughs> fam squad. Like, let's do it. Like, I don't know. Whatever fucking was fam squad shit. really in there? No, no. Oh, no, God. No. no. <laughs> okay. That's what they say. Jesus know. Christ. Oh, Jesus. I yeah. wanted to, because, um, to go back, you mentioned Maine again, and Fraser, you just talked about Maine. I, or you talked about Maine before we got sidetracked. Yeah. Uh, Maine was awesome. Like, you, you were saying yes. that, that episode, and like, when you realized shit was going downhill, that's part of what I'm, what I mean by the anxiety of the show. And it's like very early on, I realized like, this is going to be a show where everybody dies, but yep. the anxiety is like, you hope you're wrong. Yes. And so there's an episode where there's an episode where basically it's heavily hinted that like Maine's going to die and David's going to get his arms, yep. but it's like, and so from there on, it's like, I know Maine's going to die, but I want to be wrong. He literally and says, then, when I die, you can have this arm. I mean, it's like, yeah. it can't yeah, it's never, You never want to hear that. You never want to yeah. fucking hear and that. Yeah. Like, and then your anxiety starts, because then when he great. starts having the, the psychosis happen, you're like, uh, me, I'm like, literally the next man. episode. Uh-huh. Yes. <laughs> I'm just like, yeah. and it's like, my arms come off and go to your body. Oh. But it's like, <laughs> I just didn't want it to happen. And then I really oh, like how... Throughout the series, you don't realize at first is like he really takes David under his wing yes. and ends up caring for him. Yeah, and then he really wants the Sandevastine, and at first you just think he wants it because it's a broken thing. But something that I really appreciate is in the episode that he dies, you realize that I think maybe he used to be a runner or something like that, and like he wanted to, he always wanted to run fast. I think he was like he did track or whatever, and then so you realize like at his death, he wanted the Sandevastine. It was more than it just being this broken piece of equipment. His dream has always been to like run faster and to go go further and like yeah. all that. So when he kind of accepted David under his wing and like nurtured him and everything, it was like really cool because then he ended up trying to vicariously live through him and then like yeah. So he, I have something to say about Maine too. He clearly plays like a father figure to David because as David is like I would consider a teenager, right? Like there's parts where he doesn't even realize that Lucy and him are going to have some kind of sexual relationship and Maine's the one who's hinting at it. Like, Oh, yeah, yeah. and when they finally do have sex, he's like, Oh, something's different about you. You got some ass last night or whatever. Yeah. And like, there's this whole thing. It's, it's, I, I guess I shouldn't say fatherly It's more like big brother. It's, it's definitely yeah, like yeah. a big brother kind of vibe. But what I really like about Maine's character is like you said, he does live vicariously through David. And I wish that the show 
took more time or had more time because they, they really couldn't. But I wish that they had more time to develop that relationship because you can clearly see after the time skip that David was heavenly, like heavily inspired by Maine. Like he literally yeah. looks like Maine. He's all husky and huge. And he has a man. Like, would you guys think of him getting all husky like that? For me, I, I just didn't like it. Like I know why they did it, but I, I think I wasn't really to, feeling it. To me, much. it literally was to show how much of an impact Maine had on his life. And the mm, problem yeah. with it is it happened so fast that you really couldn't fully get like what they wanted to convey is that Maine was who David looked up to. Like he, he even like talks about it towards the end. Like I want to do this for Maine and I'm, he always brings him up. So he was supposed to be this big inspiration for him, but you don't get enough time to really fully grasp like how close they were. There's a time skip. And then he just has, he looks like Maine. That's another, that's another, what you just said is like another one of like the, the hard hitting tragedies of the show is like, there's a David ends up wanting to complete these dreams that his mother put on him and that Maine put on him. And he wants to do these things. And then on top of that, there's his dream, which is just to help Lucy get to the moon. And in a way, in a way you could argue like he's being selfless because like, he's trying to do all these things, these dreams of these other people, Lucy date, Lucy, his mom and Maine. But then like, in a way you realize like how selfish it is because like, it's almost, he's running from his problems and he's putting everything into helping all these other people. And it's like, Lucy doesn't want to go to the, at this point, she doesn't want to go to the moon anymore by herself. She wants to go with you, but he kind of like throws all that away and it makes it his goal to like send her to the moon, regardless of whether or not he dies without really considering her feelings in that way. And so it's like, it's this odd mix of like him trying to be selfless in the most selfish way. I really like, uh, so David, you know, David's dreams or whatever, kind of go out the window he's all about like just the group and lucy and like you know just doing his edge runner jobs getting a bunch of money i like how he responds really early on because he's so poor so when he starts getting paid like one of the big parts and that's cool about is how he you know when somebody gets money for the first time it's kind of like oh shit i'm getting this much and the people laugh like everyone laughs at him and stuff like that whole thing is really cool but like man's like yeah here's your cut and i always slice it down the middle like perfectly like we it's always even or whatever like i'm not trying to get over on anybody and so like when the time skip happens he basically takes on a mantle like i'm the leader we cut it down the middle here's your cut like he's he literally just becomes main and he suffers from the same exact tragedy the cyber psychosis thing um that main experiences where like the, the way they show it and they showed in episode one with the guy who first had the Sandy is the, the crazy shaking eyes things that are literally off of their body. It's a really cool stylistic thing that they do. But what I really like is that David had this thing where his mom's dream was, I want you to be at the top of the Arasaka building. Yeah. And when he suffers from his psychosis, he's like, look, mom, I made it to the top, but it's not in the way that she wanted to is twisted. It's yep. literally like how somebody who suffers from psychosis sees things. I don't completely like understand psychosis, obviously, but just from what I've seen in media and like movies and just having watched Dahmer like last week, people who suffer from any kind of psychosis, like the way they interpret things, right. Is like completely different than reality. So when he's yeah. at the top of the building, he's fighting Adam Smash or whatever. He's like, look, mom, I finally made it to the top of the Arasaka building. And then Maine, when he was going through his psychosis, he was having the same type of thing where he thought he was finally living out his dream, but that's not what was, he was being gunned down and like basically yep. hunted to be killed. And it just makes it really tragic that at the end of their lives, they don't fully comprehend anymore. Like what the reality is any like that. It's just really sad. Like die like that where you don't even like, you're not even there all the way anymore. 
Here's something I want to ask real, real ask quick. Bill and Cheyenne. Yeah, go ahead. I was going to say if, if if you guys could like say like who would maybe be like you maybe think the, the best or your your favorite character is, and then who would be your least favorite character? Or you just maybe you even think it was like a bad character, like you're like that character just sucked. I don't so like think what would be your for me. There wasn't any. And then you're yeah. I don't for me. I don't so. There wasn't a, any to me bad characters. I don't think there's any characters. I was like, this character ruined the show. Uh, at the same time, I don't know if I necessarily have an absolute favorite character. Like maybe it's main, but like the show is short enough, and the way the characters interact and the cast interacts, it's all it's almost like there isn't one character that stands out to me. Like every yeah. character is just kind of part of it's the essence so of the short. show. I don't. Yeah, really have a favorite or most hated character either. If I'm being completely honest, like I know the internet really likes Rebecca and stuff like that, and I'm pretty sure the internet likes Lucy too. But um, I don't really. I like it. those characters. I like, but I like all of the characters. Yeah, yeah. I think that like, all the characters are fine. Um, I guess if I had to say like least favorite, least likable is Rebecca's brother. I don't even remember his name. That's how much I don't care. Uh, about. Yeah, like, yeah, I know Kiwi. Same. I know Rebecca. I know but I, uh, Dario. Dude, I'm, I'm so indif- indifferent to Rebecca. Like, I, I literally just got nothing yeah, but from Believe that it or character. not, uh, CD, right. CD Projekt Red wrote the script and the character designs for all the characters besides Rebecca, and it was actually Studio Trigger that came up with the concept for Rebecca and, and convinced CD Projekt Red to put her in the show. Okay. Yeah. CD Projekt Red like, basically wrote the story for the, for the anime. Yeah. It's, I think they just animated it. I think they did a good job, and for Rebecca, I would I would say that Cheyenne, I would I would agree with you that I was indifferent to her for most of the series, but toward the end, when she started to like, when you saw I'll the be cracks a little more in, loyal. Well, not just that, but when you saw the cracks in her facade, and you really saw her care for David, and it's even though we know that she liked him and was attracted to him, we really saw like it went beyond that. Like she really had these feelings for him, and like. I don't know. There's these crack, these she side conversations with other people. All right, so yeah, number like, one for me would be Adam Smasher for dive bombing Rebecca into the ground. No, I'm just oh, she lived. I'm just she kidding. lived. She didn't die. So, I have photo. I have photo evidence proof if I can find it. She's She's alive. She's alive. Same time and exact same cadence. <laughs> <laughs> so, so number what? one for me would probably be um, Kiwi. But like I'm, I, I don't know. And then like I love least Kiwi's favorite character design. I think that her character design, like the way she looks, is sick. Like that, she looks like yeah. a fucking she assassin. Looks, she looks so at awful. least favorite for me would probably be Faraday. Like I just think it wasn't an interesting character. Giancarlo Esposito oh. fucked that voice. Okay, really I feel like, hard. I, I, feel like I have to watch the anime over again with Japanese. Like I, <laughs> I have to but, watch it now. Yeah, I just didn't like sure. Faraday. I just didn't like Faraday. He was man. fine, like, I, and I never heard his really? English voice. He was completely fine in Japanese, and I actually have the opposite opinion. I really like Faraday's design. I think the three eyes on this one side of his yeah, face. Yeah. I could yeah. not stop staring at that when he was on screen. I think that yeah, it is, is such, cool. it's it is such cool. a cool thing because I know. That like cyberware, everyone is modified to some degree. Like Rebecca's eyes are not human anymore. Like they're blatantly just yeah, not human. Yeah, Rebecca's eyes. skin, like everything. Yes. So when I saw Faraday's three eyes on one side, I was like, man, that's so cool. He probably has such a cool sight of vision. Like just like yeah. what he sees and what I see, he probably is just so far more advanced. Cause that was the whole point too is when you are modified like cybernetically, you're just an advanced human. Like everything about you is just better. Like when they showed, sometimes they would actually show how like Lucy sees the world or how like Rebecca sees things. And it's just so much better than like what an average person can see, like a, a organic person can see rather. So, um, I wanted to ask Cheyenne and Bill on the note of the, the cyber implants and the cyber psychosis. Cause I know you can get cyber implants in the game. 
How do they handle cyberpsychosis in the game? All right, uh, this is spoilery. Uh, so um, if, if um, you just tell you, me when you guys are done, because I'm yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll message. Bill got further than me. I I, I, played, I I'm, I'm waiting, waiting for them more. to fix the game up more. But hold on, <laughs> um, just type, type when you're done. Type when you're I'll done. Type, I'll I know. type when I'm done. All right, all right. So in the game, you can you can basically fully deck yourself out and never get cyberpsychosis. Okay. And in the game, believe it or not, there's actually a, a cyber hack, a quick hack called cyberpsychosis. So you can actually have an ultimate. You can use it on somebody, and it'll just make them go cyberpsycho. So cyberpsychosis is in the lore if you get too much cyberware it overloads your brain synapses and basically makes you go crazy but it doesn't really happen mechanically it doesn't really happen like mechanically so in in the game you can't actually be caught you can't get cyberpsychosis and you can use the quick hack to give people cyberpsychosis but it's not like a thing you can happen. You're to not always you. like on the run from cyberpsychosis throughout time playing the game. Like you're no. not, yeah, yeah, yeah. you're not I, trying no. to actively outrun it. You're not, you're not actually, which is like kind of disappointing, but also kind of cool at the same time. So you can like, just, then you can make your character and make your build. It's a, it's an RPG game role playing game. Like there's stats yeah. and skills. Are immunosuppressants a thing? Things. No, okay, uh, there are, there got over it. Yeah, there are healing injectors. Which are the exact same thing in the, in the anime. You, you see them; you, they're you're using them, and they're just they just heal you. That's what okay. they use for. It. Okay, so um, I call them immunosuppressants now, in the anime. Now, with the game company CD Projekt Red releasing the dev kit for the game, I'm willing to bet you're going to see someone build a mod that adds the chance of you getting cyberpsychosis and like having dying like, or going the suppressants crazy. and stuff. They maybe having suppressants and stuff. I I am guaranteeing you there will be a mod that adds that in. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, I um, yeah, that's something I really want to know. So I guess we can message Cheyenne. Tell yeah, him bring Cheyenne back, back in. So, uh, yeah, and as we, I will wait for him for a second. You okay? You so welcome back. We were talking about like the cyberpsychosis stuff and immunosuppressants, and I actually really like the whole concept that after you mod yourself with so much cyberware, uh, it eventually will overload your brain. And you will become a crazy person. And like humans only have so much RAM. Like we're not actually computers in a sense that, you know, computers are just, you know, you plug them in there electrically. I guess we are in a, in a way too. We're also powered by electricity and stuff like that, but in a very different way. And so after you do too many mods and depending on how powerful the mods make you and push you, uh, you are more prone to just going crazy. And they take immunosuppressants, which is like their medication to kind of, uh, just make it where you don't have cybersyclosis, don't suffer from cybersyclosis, but if you do it too much, it doesn't matter. Like, I think at one point, the guy who's always doing his mods for him says, like, it won't matter how special you think you are. Once you take these, this is it. You are going to go crazy, and I'm telling you this right now. So when he gets to, like, the end of the show, and he has to put on a cyberskeleton, he has, like, those last nine immunosuppressants, and he gets to the last one, he says, I guess this is finally it. And when he does inject that one, he really does go crazy. That's when he starts talking about mama made it to the top of the Arasaka building and stuff like that. But I just really uh, enjoy the concept of this cyber psychosis thing where you can't just become Adam Smasher with no consequences. Like everyone can't just yeah. be like, oh, I'm a yeah. billion. I'm Jeff Bezos. And because I'm Jeff Bezos and I have so much more money than you everyone like, else. Uh... I can just you put, look like the fucking tiger man. You'll, you, you get yes. like all these injections in your face. You have like the fat Kardashian lips. You just go. It's too much surgery. You got too much plastic surgery. And there's a consequence to it that no matter how special, like they made it a point that David is special in episode one and two, right? Like he is clearly a bit more 
uh, resilient than the average human is, but it still doesn't matter because no one is so special that they could actually wear like that cyber skeleton until, you know, he was wearing a fucking alpha basically or a beta of it. And it, it eventually did ruin him. And it, okay. On the topic of that, the cyber skeleton and like Adam Smasher and all that, why the fuck was Adam Smasher so much more powerful than that man? Like, there were parts. He's from. He's from the game. It's because he's. It's because he's Adam fucking Smasher. That's why. Yeah. Like he's legend. He's literally Actually, legendary. He's a legend. He's just a legend, man. Like wise, he's very old. He's like over he's like a hundred years old. Oh, he's shit. a fucking old guy. Yeah, yeah he's. So, he, was a, he was the beginning of cyberware like modifications. He was like at the start. So one of the cool things about him, and this is where that anime in a short amount of time, it kind of subverted my expectations because I was thinking when. The main character, David, got his uh, cyber skeleton thing, and he went up against Adam Smasher when they first started going at it and stuff. There was a part of me that was like, oh, shit, this is going to be epic because David's going to be able to stand up against this legend, and David is probably going to become a legend, right? Right. And then Adam Smasher quickly, like, in this It was his away, story. It was Adam Smasher. Yo, story. Adam was just like, all the shit you're doing is child's play. Like, yeah. the whole, your thing using magnets, he was like that, and you see, how, the crazy thing is, what I love about the way they did this, they showed the episode before, episode 9, when he first put the skeleton on, how ridiculous the magnetism was to everyone else. Like, he <laughs> went through that Militech people, the Militech group, that in episode 1, when they came, the guy who was using a Sandy couldn't deal with them at all. Like, the Militech people zero-dipped the fuck out of him. They just dominated him from the beginning to the end, after he just killed all those regular cops, right? So you get to see... That David with the cyber skeleton zero diffed Militech, which is a big statement. It's like, oh shit, that really is the real deal. And then Adam Smasher comes in and he just completely trivializes David in the cyber skeleton. He's like, that's not real. You're not that fast. That shit is trivial. That shit is child's play. And rips off his arm, rips off legs, like dodges when when uh David tries to go fast with that Sandy, because he's using a Sandy and the cyber cyber skeleton at the same time. When he does that. Adam Smasher's just like, you're not even fast. And he just like does For it. Anybody too. who's ever seen One Piece, he was going against an admiral. Yes. That's what in, the yeah, yeah. The, in the yeah. beginning of the show, because right now, like, admirals will just get fucking dicked on by like Luffy. Hey, maybe you're right. But uh, yeah, it's, um, it's, man, Adam, there was definitely no like triumphant anime moment. Like, Adam Smasher was like, yeah, no. Dude, and the like, thing is, though, the second I saw Adam Smasher, I was like, oh, it's, it's that's it. Like yeah. I, I, I didn't have to watch any of it. I was like, I did that's Adam know. Smasher. Because like before the game came out, I followed it for a couple of years. Like, and I would like read a little bit about the lore. Like, there's these legend, like, uh, Blackhand Morgan, I think, or Morgan Blackhand, something like. Like, there's just kind of people that are like sort of lore people, and Adam Smasher is one of those guys. And so, like, the first time you see him in 2077, I was like, oh fuck. And uh, David learned the hard way. Like, he, yeah, uh, it's. It's a There's shame people thing. in Night City that they like. They are the people that when you want to make a name in Night City, you want to be that person, and like that is one of those people. And like, well, you don't want to be him, but that's the guy like you look up to. You know, like those yeah. all around people uh, in Night City. Back to the Legends things. When if you're uh, an edge runner, in order to make a name for yourself, you pretty much have to die. Oh. Also. Good, good, good thing you got going there. <laughs> <laughs> Fraser, Fraser suffering from some cyber, yeah. cyber like, like Johnny, right Johnny Silver. <laughs> yeah, so also, that's also, a guy. I think that might be a guy who's vulnerable to cyber psychosis. So Fraser, uh, what Fraser just turned into. So this Fraser, is you all right. Talk to us. This is. I am not all right. This is basically. <laughs> 
for the people who are on our Patreon who are watching the video version of this podcast, mm-hmm. I just changed my picture to the guy who altered himself to look like a tiger. Um, <laughs> he looks absolutely fucking ridiculous, and he definitely looks like someone who would be susceptible ridiculous? to cyber psychosis. He looks insane. If He's I saw a man that knows what he wants. <laughs> if I saw this guy in real life, I'll be terrified of him. I will cross the street. Well, you're staying with Adam Smasher. <laughs> yeah, well, now I know. <laughs> I, I, I guess I, I needed to see Adam Smasher in action to know that he was the real deal. I just didn't know that he was going to be so much of the real deal that the main character, because usually, you know, main characters got do sex mocking and nonsense, right? But like the main character with this incredible buff was not even close to dealing with Adam. Like not even, yeah. it wasn't even like there was a part where I had hope. I had no hope once the fight started. It was just like, yeah, none of this is quick. good. Like, like another legend, Johnny Silverhand. He's played by Keanu Reeves. You know what I mean? Like Keanu Reeves is in a character in Cyberpunk 2077, so it's like there's people that are like, "Oh, okay, that's that's Keanu Reeves." So like, you know, it's going to be oh, Frazier, right? Yeah, I'm back to normal. I took oh, some immunosuppressants. Oh god, I'm back I'm to normal. I, to... I thought you were done, man. I thought he was <laughs> I wanted done. to say something real quick, and then I want to ask Cheyenne and Bill uh, a more specific question, or I guess it's a general question. But um, one more thing I just wanted to say was uh, about the end and. Uh, one of the th- another one of the themes of the show is just like nobody learns from their mistakes or from any mistakes. Everybody just kind of barrels full speed ahead. Like oh, they do. Fraser yeah. mentioned David died essentially the same way Maine died, yeah. and he had he watched Maine died. He knows why he died, and mm. he was given the same like like hey, just dial it back, like dial back your cyberware, and then the same. He was like, I can't because I have to like do this for Maine, and like just barreled forward. It's so like you literally watched. Main die from the exact same mistakes. It's kind of like the movie Soul Food, where all the black people gather around to eat like this really, really good soul food stuff, like fried chicken, baked macaroni and cheese, candy yams, collard greens, cabbage, hog maws, pigs feet, all that. Right? Sweet potato pies. They eat all this amazing food. (laughs) But in that same movie, their grandma, who's one of the main characters, Big Mama, she dies from diabetes from eating this food. And at the end of the movie, all of them. To come together to have a really big soul food dinner. The movie's called Soul Food. So they watch their grandmother die from eating this and just completely ignoring her health. And they all come together to eat the exact same food that killed her. And this yep. is a celebration. That is literally cyberpunk. Is so and, and not a single person thing. at the dinner would ever put it together. They never put that. Put it was never together, brought up. Man. It wasn't yeah, like yeah, maybe we shouldn't up. be eating this, or maybe we should like. It was like, no, yeah. let's celebrate her dying from this by also consuming it ourselves. So yeah, yeah. Same thing. So it, it's a shame, and like everybody suffers from their mistakes, and like they have ample opportunity. Well, at the same time, it's like they have some opportunity to fix their mistakes. At the same time, Night City is a, a, a monster of a place, and like somebody. I- earlier you kind of have to commit crime and like do shit to, to even try to get ahead and live um uh, i could add to that too your point uh so one of the things kiwi's character we could talk about her a little bit so kiwi betrays the group at first she's like part of the group and she's an ally and all that stuff but come to find out she's actually working for faraday and when she betrays the group she gets betrayed by faraday she gets shot but not killed and right before that happens she was saying yo pay me my money i did my part i'm leaving the city Yep. She tries to get out. And this is, they needed to show us this because, again, this is all supposed to be like this great tragedy, right? Like this entire thing, Night City, it's very difficult to get out alive. 
Like, that's the whole point. Is like, the, no one really makes it out of Night City. So this one character who has the right idea, she's like, I'm getting the fuck out of here. I'm just going to get my crazy payday because she was going to get a lot of money. And presumably she already had a lot of money, but it was like, it was enough to leave and live a comfortable life elsewhere. So she's like, I'm going to, I'm going to double cross the group, get this huge payday. I'm going to skip town and I'll never look back. Right. Cause this city just consumes everybody. And when she tries to do that, she herself as she said earlier in the show, never trust anyone. She gets backstabbed by Faraday and then eventually some goons find her and they shoot and kill her. And like, it just shows that it's that hard to get out. Like even when you have the right idea to get out, you just befall the tragedy and die yourself. Um, so it, it's, it's such a disgusting city too. Like the, it's like, it's like peak capitalism. It's like the worst parts of capitalism. Mm-hmm. When you see the part where like, his mom gets in the car accident and she's like laying on the ground and the fucking the ambulance comes and they're like, oh, no, she isn't one of our customers. And they just like roll out, yeah. like just leave her there. Like they could have saved her. But like, ah, nah, she's, she's not one of our customers and just move on. I forgot all about this, but the way insurance works in that verse is crazy. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> so but trauma team, especially for the super rich. And as you can see, yeah. they're they're armed. They're armed paramedics. Yeah, they're like, yes. yeah, they're like fucking like military paramedic type yeah. dudes. Like they're, they're, they're for the rich, out. Basically. They're for rich people. They they know how to get their fucking clients. It's insane. Yeah. Like insurance in that world is just wild. And if you don't have it, you see it's what like happened to his mom. Yeah. They're like, yeah, we can just cremate her real quick. And it's like, yeah, oh, it's yeah if you have to deal with trauma team, like you're gonna have a fucking problem. Like yes. So uh, I wanted to ask Bill and Cheyenne. So before we did this, Bill had told me, he asked, like, hey, can I be on the podcast? And if not, there's some things I want to, some points I want to send you that I really would like you to mention. And so, uh, Bill, I would like to give you a moment to, like, I don't know, really dive in and get your thoughts out. And then also I want to hear some of Cheyenne, like, really, like, what are, because everything we've talked about so far is just, like, why I would think that you would really just enjoy the show. And so I would just want to, I want you to break into, like, what yeah, yeah, yeah. what rubs you wrong in this show? Why didn't you like it? And I also just kind of want to hear what are some of the big things Bill wanted to wanted to talk about. Oh, you want to go first? Sure. All right. So my, my my big thing I said it before was like how on point they stayed with the universe, with the hacking, the HUDs, and like all the music and the sounds and all that. It was just like on point. Even like the weapons they used, they didn't try to like sneak in like a regular old gun. It was all the weapons that they used. Now the oh, only wow. even thing- the guns, even the gun sound effects. Even the gun sound effects are from yeah. from the game. The only thing, though, like uh, at one point, uh, the scene where uh, Rebecca's brother dies, Rebecca, you know, she she gets really mad and she starts shooting at him. She's using two Militech Omahas, which are tech guns, basically uh, electromagnetic guns. So you have to actually you have to charge those and then you fire them. And she's just going bam, 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 bam with them, which is like, all right, that's that's not like a hundred percent how those work, but like anime you have to give it like a little bit of room yeah um another aspect that i really like was I just real quick i love how much bill knows even if it's fake artillery how much bill <laughs> knows about fucking artillery for those of you that don't know bill knows a lot about tanks the military guns and like he knows like the like what model tank is this and what model gun is that like he knows a lot he knows like the sound that guns make like this like oh this was an M seven six seven nine because of the way the muzzle flash and the sound of it. Like he knows that shit, and the fact that he also just knows that shit for fake guns, I just like I couldn't expect anything more. It's when awesome. we when we were all kids, we thought he was gonna be a school shooter, like me and um. That shit. <laughs> I was like, Bill, are you gonna are you gonna do that thing? You're gonna do that thing you talked about? No, no, we're, like, we're good. We're good. 
You know, as you were saying, don't come in on Tuesday. As you were saying, he knows all the stuff about guns and stuff. My eyes got real big for a second. I was like, uh, you know how that's in 2022. Like in 2022, saying that just doesn't. It's not the flex you think it is. Like it's just no, it it is not. It's like I'm not open about that. It it comes from a place of love and like an intense. Yes, and I understand that some people are allowed to be enthusiasts about like that type of stuff. But it's cool because even when. When Anthony was streaming Final Fantasy VII Remake, and was streaming Final Fantasy VII Remake, and there's a part in there where there's like a tank, and there's just like a, it's like a fucked up tank, and I just, all, what I see is a tank, I just see a tank. Me too. Bill was watching the stream, and he was on, he was like, oh, that's a, and I don't remember the model, but he says, like, oh, that's Japanese Chaihi from like World War (laughs) I, or Japanese Chinese War. So, like, he sees the tank, and he's like, oh, that's a variation of this model tank. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> and, like, we're just playing FF7 Remake, and he knows the model tank that is in that game. It's kind of like how our friend Lewis knows everything about cars. Yeah. You know and- how Lou would just start talking? We'd be at Locals playing Yu-Gi-Oh! And Lewis would just start talking about the new BMW and a new Audi. And I'm like, bro, I know nothing about cars. So like all of this yeah. R8 and like it has this new engine and the V6 and like all this other shit and how much horsepower. I have no idea. You are speaking a different language. The same way when we talk about Yu-Gi-Oh! in public and people are around <laughs> us and they have no idea what Yu-Gi-Oh! is. So they just hear us. I think you guys like, are summoning witches or something. Yes, they do. They're they like, do. you guys are speaking a different language. That I mean, that happened to us. We, I remember it was me, Fraser, Dude. Cairo, and like maybe two other people on the L... And somebody, we were talking about Yu-Gi-Oh, and somebody literally stopped us and said, "Hey, are you guys speaking English?" Yeah, I you just like, yeah. dude, I yeah. fucking wonder that. Sometimes I listen to podcasts. I'll be like, "What are they talking about Yu-Gi-Oh?" Let me listen in. I don't know what the fuck you guys are talking don't about. Don't listen Rangers to the Yu- Why are you listening to Yu-Gi-Oh level. episodes? I don't yeah. fucking know, but we have so Yu-Gi-Oh. many non-Yu-Gi-Oh episodes like this one that you can listen well, to. I was but... curious. I was curious. I was like, I wonder what's like going on with the Yu-Gi-Oh world. And like, <laughs> Frazier's like. Well, you plus one into a, 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 a migriotious. And I'm like, what the fuck is a migriotious? I don't know what that is. Not a migriotious. So I just wanted to do that quick I aside. I played the game before. Because I think it's cool that Bill like, knows that shit, even if it's fake shit. And uh, like, it's cool that in FF7 Remake, a game that I know Bill's never going to play, for, he was still able to be like, oh, that's a, and like recognize something. So anyway, I interrupted you, Bill. It's all good. I forget where we even were. You were just <laughs> talking same, about same. like the game and how. Oh yeah, the stop. game and the game sounds and like yeah. and Rebecca's guns. Yeah, so like, that's that's something I think like, they they just kept accurate to the game. They didn't try yeah, to like did, reinvent yeah. things or like try to like make something of their own or something like that. So it gets it's cool that they didn't like stray from that. Um, another thing, I, I played the game. I have like a hundred hours in the game. I had to stop because just game breaking bugs that like just. Made I was going to ask that. I actually wanted it. you to speak a little bit towards the bugs. I want to know sure. what bugs. Well, like when when I so, know was that Cyberpunk was overrun by bugs when it first came out. It was all I saw about it. I saw nothing positive about it outside of just bugs, 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 bugs. But I, I have no idea what those bugs actually were. I can tell you one real quick. Let me jump in front of Bill. Should I show this is from, Rider? This is from Cheyenne Stream. Cheyenne was oh, streaming the game, great. and he's, like, having sex with a girl or a guy, I don't know. And he's, like, having sex, and in the middle of the sex scene, like, a machine gun just appears. And, like, he's, it looks like he's, like, having sex with a machine gun. Like, <laughs> Sounds like my kind of game! <laughs> so, 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 Frazier, there's a legend in Night City. A lot. He's, he's, they say he's the best motorcycle rider. This is a screenshot of him riding a motorcycle. They call him the ass rider. What do you think of that? He's, okay, so he's rumored to be a glitch legend, though. He's a glitch legend. That's a screenshot from my game, by the way. I was playing the fucking game, and my guy started T posing with his ass cheeks out. 
on top of the motorcycle. Yeah, yeah. So, so, it's like people I'm who are done. I was people done. who are listening like, to this episode because I want to be conscious of our audio only listeners, yeah, which is like for most of them. Uh, the picture is of a guy on a motorcycle, but he's standing up completely on the motorcycle as it's riding, and his he ass posing. is out. His and ass cheeks are just out. He has like fucking speedos on. And that wasn't your outfit, I assume, right? Th- that was not my outfit. <laughs> and he also had an old man. I know I'm getting there. I'm getting a little bald. He had a fucking old man balding going on. Where like the top of his head became like old man hair. Look, he's missing hair at the top. And I was like, I'll, so I'll, I'll, post, I'll post some like graphical bugs that I came across. So here is a palm tree just completely just de-digitizing like Thanos just snapped that tree out of existence. <laughs> yeah, what the hell? Yeah. I have no idea what was so, going on. See, no, but the Bill thinks that's a glitch. It's just cyberpunky. I was going to say, for, <laughs> so to explain, there's like a palm tree on the on like a highway, and it really does look like it's cyberpunk de-digitizing out of existence, and it almost looks like it could be part of the real game, but... It was a holographic tree or something, but no, it, it's physically there. If you hit it, you hit it. I, um, I, I fucked a man on accident in my game. Oh, are you sure it was an accident? Oh, no, yeah, I'm yeah, this is a good story. <laughs> Dude, I was, uh, I was trying to uh, proposition maybe like a female character for like a little lovemaking. And this guy was watching from the shadows on the side. <laughs> Look at this guy. He's watching from the side. <laughs> And uh, he's like, hey. and then my guy said to him, "Let's see what that mouth can do." And that's that. Those that is an exact quote. So you can have I, sex. So my guy's bisexual. I didn't know he was bisexual. Yeah, yeah. You can have. Yeah, you, you can, can have, have sex. sex. And uh, he's like, "Let me see what that mouth can do." That's what he said I, to him. Let me see. There's, there's four romance options um, options in the game, and yeah. the one he's talking to is just it's just like a like a, like a hooker on the on the road. Yeah, it's like yeah. a little cutscene thing. Yeah. yeah, but there are there are four romance options. I have a question because I because I'm going to back this up a, a bit. What the hell is the cyberpunk video game even about? Like, is it just Grand Theft Auto it's, in the future? No, well, sort of. Um, it's about a story. Uh, spoiler, well, everybody. Uh, maybe, Shine, do you want to? Maybe. Yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna go too deep. You kind of know. I haven't played in a while, and like, I'm once you want to, you want to be fresh. Play it very. But like, what's the All right. premise? All right, so, uh, you play as either you, when you first make it, it's a role playing game. So you pick your your life path. You're either a corpo leaving the corp your corporation to make your own way uh, a street kid trying to make you know trying to be a legend or a nomad who's let nomads are like roaming gangs of like x low low level like employees like mcdonald's employees basically they're just they're done with working for corporations they're done with everything yeah uh believe it or not the united states of america actually collapsed in an, an economic like, crisis and then new united states of america came out of that which is just controlled by the corporations. So, like, these roaming nomads are just groups of people that work for a corporation. They banded together, became a family. There's uh, the, the backers. There's like, there's a bunch of them. There's so many of them. So and you have to choose a class to start. Yeah, so you, it, it's not really a class. It's like a, it's a life path. And, a life path and actually, it doesn't determine much. It's just your very beginning story. Okay. Um, so, yeah, you, you pick one of those, and then you you're, you are V. Uh, regardless if you're male or female, you're V. And the, the, there is a name, I forget it though. And the whole premise is you are going to Night City to make your way. That you're gonna you're gonna get rich, you're gonna become a legend, and you're gonna be like awesome. So you're going to Night City. Your first job is to deliver a package to Night City, and then you meet a guy named Jackie. And this you can actually watch like the first like E3 trailer. It pretty much explains the first whole like little segment of the game, which is kind of spoilery. 
Um, but unfortunately, uh, Jackie dies, um, and your the whole the whole mission was to go into an Arasaka like corpo like head corpo's office like yeah. home and steal a package with like a it's like a small little like almost like a USB drive almost. Yeah. Um, and they don't you don't know what's on it you don't know what it is but it has to be cool because it overheats like it's really hot and unless it, unless it's like running. And what happens is the package it's in gets damaged in like this crazy fight, and like the guy's like, you need to like put it in your neck, like you need to use it, like you need to keep it good because that's like that's your ticket out of Night City. So when you put it in, you don't realize it right away. Um, it's actually Johnny Silverhand's like mind. So you, you now have Johnny Silverhand in your head. Who you don't Johnny realize it right away. Johnny Silverhand is uh, Keanu Reeves. Uh, He's okay. his character. He's, yeah, he's, uh, he's like a legendary character from like the lore of cyberpunk. Yeah, he, he used to be a the singer of a band or the guitar player of a band that was like anti like corpo, anti this and all that stuff, very gotcha. rebellious. And he was actually like a I forget what they call him. He was basically a terrorist. He used to attack corporations, do bombings and things like that. And the whole premise of the story is uh, there's multiple endings, so like you can side with Johnny to like blow up arasaka and destroy their corporation or you can like convince them not to do that like it's your your time's done it's that's the past now and all this other all those other things so like there's multiple like paths you can choose to finish the game uh i'm kind of going on a tangent here <laughs> but yeah, but, uh, yeah so it's very open-ended like what you can do right like that's yeah. Yeah. oh it's very open-ended you yeah. pick your path and you're just kind of playing so do you do edge running at all like is that a thing like where you just yeah, yeah. take yeah, odd yeah. There's, jobs there's, and... there's there's side there's side jobs there's missions there like faraday was a fixer and you you come in contact with multiple different fixers from multiple different districts of the city that give you different jobs and will sell you like different vehicles from like different areas and stuff like that so yeah there there is that aspect um the only thing is that, like, once you do all the jobs in that area, like, that's kind of it, which is kind of disappointing. But then again, a mod could fix that. They could add in random jobs you can get, I'm sure. the Another concept for the game was it was actually going to be multiplayer. There was going to be a multiplayer aspect to it. And I, I figured it was just going to be either just co-op or some, like, really, the worst case scenario, just some crappy deathmatch, team deathmatch yeah. modes. Yeah, which, yeah. Which would have been terrible. Um, but I was sitting there, like watching the anime and like looking like you know they're, they're doing they're, they're doing odd jobs they're trying to make their way making money and I thought like you know what would be amazing would be cyberpunk but GTA Online where you do yeah, yeah, yeah. money you buy businesses you buy cars you buy like all this guns and stuff and like if they did that like it would be like the biggest game of all time it would probably it would probably beat out GTA Online. I mean, yeah, that's, a hard, that's, a hard, that's a hard punch like punch for is to beat out GT online with player base and, and profit. But if they if they made Cyberpunk online and it was just GTA online but Cyberpunk, it would be amazing. Yeah, that could be really fucking cool. Okay, so that's a good premise. I, I now understand what kind of game it is because I never knew anything about it outside of the bugs. So it's, it's good to just hear it for people who are like me. Hear about no bugs. Idea. I went on a tangent about all this other stuff. So bug wise, as you saw, there's a lot of graphical bugs. Oh, but, before you talk about bugs, um, you don't talk about any of the spoilers, so I can bring Cheyenne back because uh, oh, he's got no. Let's let's leave him out. Let's let's leave him out. You know, like we're good with him. Oh, <laughs> uh, you can bring him back. <laughs> um, welcome yeah. back. All right, so on the onto the bugs now. So I'm going to post uh, two screenshots so you guys can see and try to describe. So here is 
one bug of an AI <laughs> just underneath the ground, and he can shoot you, no. but you can't shoot him. Wow! That was, yeah, that, I encountered that often. And you can just was, see was, the outline. So basically, you can see the outline of an enemy, and he's underground, and you, there's no way to interact with him, but he's still able to shoot. You. <laughs> it looks almost like a like a wall hack, where like you could see yes, the walls. Yes, it looks exactly and he's like, like that underneath of yeah it's just an outline of his body Here, here's another ai this this is where i was just fed up with it like he the ai went behind cover and just stayed there didn't shoot didn't move he would still talk and communicate like i'm gonna kill you i'll get you and like it was just there and they just, he was did just not stand in there honestly anything. this type of shit starts to freak me out after a while like <laughs> I, I imagine playing Boy, this man. game really late at night and just too many glitches will start to make me feel like I'm in a simulation in real life. Like, I don't know why, but that has always been a thing for me when I was younger because I used to hack a lot of my things. Like, I, and not only just hack, but I used to also always use like cheat codes and Game Shark and uh, action replay. And right. sometimes when you did that and like went into debug mode and stuff, it oh, was some glitch. weird shit would happen. Dude. Um, me and Kenny, we used to explore like missing now on Pokemon and yes. all the like. There's like deep lore on. Missing That's what now. I'm saying. That like, shit starts yeah. to <laughs> creep me out after a while. For example, in Legend of Zelda: Ocarina of Time, one of the games I played the most in my life, uh, Game Shark allowed you to press L to levitate, and that allows you to skip major parts of the game and end up in places that you should not be and also go places that are literally not designed like they did not put anything in this space so you should not be here but when you do go there it will just put you in a black room but like there will be that weird creepy sludge enemy that just like sucks you up and just starts sucking your life away if you don't button mash it'll just be like one of those in a room of just darkness and that type of shit just creeps me the fuck out it's just it's like this weird feeling of exploring shit that Maybe the developers don't even know it was there. It's like I shouldn't appeal back the curtain, yeah. right? Like it's like yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like I like should not be seeing. I shouldn't yeah. be seeing this. So uh, that's a, yeah. a thing. Like the, the, the Ocarina of Time when I when I played that, that when I was a kid, what scared the living fucking zombies? Shit Remember those zombies no. in that one I mean, time that caused the game too? The hand. Oh my god! Yeah. Oh, they would grab you all, up. Shout out! I I was terrified of those Same. things. They're bungo, bungo, so scary. Bungo, oh, bungo, yeah, bungo, 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 bungo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That temple there's, there's also for creepy. me the part that always scared me in Ocarina of Time was the fucking spiders, man. I hated those things. Oh yeah, I, we have a friend, and I got so mad at him because um, he's only ever beaten like one Zelda game, and he said like he loved it. There was so much about it that he really enjoyed, and I was like, oh cool, you gotta you know try some of these other Zelda games like Ocarina of Time, and so he went and played Ocarina of Time, and he couldn't beat like the first dungeon, the Great yeah. Deku Tree. And he was just stuck on it. And I was like, dude, what the fuck? And then he was like, <laughs> and he, he literally was just like, I'm scared of spiders. I was like, they're not real. Who, who is like, this? Who is this? I'm not going to say their name. Why? I was, like, I was like, dude, it's a video game. Like, they're not real. You have a sword. You can kill the spiders. And he was just like, no, man. Like, I can't I can't play that game. I'm scared of spiders. And I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? I, mean, I, I empathize with him to some degree. Like, I made it through Ocarina of Time several times. But no matter what, every time there was a spider, and you know how like getting finding yeah. all the spiders is a big part of Ocarina of Time, like it never got easier for me just like killing those things because at first the white mass spiders when you hit them they turn to the back and then you can actually attack them for real. I yeah. just never I never and how big they are I just hated it. 
But Bill, you want to show these guys? You want to show yeah, these guys Grounded? No, no, no. Or, yeah, uh... there's a game called Grounded. It's very friendly. <laughs> there's no spiders in it. No spiders know? at it's, all in that it's, game. It's, it's it's nice. You know, it's very yeah. calm. No, in all seriousness, they are the most horrifying spiders I've ever seen in the video game. Oh my like, god! The, the, the movement... noises they make, oh, yeah, just like, like, it, it instills fear it's in your soul. Crazy! <laughs> I can't like, tell like, how like, big oh that spider is to like your perspective. Let me see if I can get a gif. It's massive. Like if it's huge. That's afraid. Really really here's a gif. Here's another gif of like, they're just it's fucking horrifying, like, <laughs> and you just have to run away from it. Like, yeah, it's enough for me. <laughs> the cool thing is though, if you do have a fear of spiders, there is uh, arachnophobia settings, which just makes them a cute little blob. Oh wow! Wow. Yeah, so they so knew like, that people have. Okay, that's that's yeah. interesting. That games would even bother with that. Yeah. So real quick, I wanted to jump back um to cheyenne so no, I, you oh, know okay. he, he doesn't get an opinion well no i'm just yeah so i'm, I'm interested and I, i'm also curious if you know anything we've talked about maybe swayed you in any way but uh nope, nope. <laughs> i'm just curious yeah i, I really am curious because i feel like this is like if there was it ever, should be me right like i'm if there was I'm ever an anime cyberpunk man we're like Here's what I expected, right? In an alternate universe is that, or in the correct universe, I'm, you're currently from an alternate universe. In the correct <laughs> yeah. universe, I expected you to just like bother bother everybody. Like, to watch it. Cyberpunk. Like it's a wire. Like it's, it's like the, the wire. Anime, yeah. anime sucks. This is the best one. Nah. <laughs> like that, that's yeah. what I hold. I mean, that, that is what should have happened. And, There's no reason that should have happened. I, yeah. I, yeah right, so, so like, all right. So up to maybe episode like four or five, I was, I wasn't super sucked in. I didn't even really dislike it, but I was like middle of the road. I was like, I, I want to see where it's going. Like, I don't, I don't feel super strong, but like, I think for me, it's like, I feel like nine, there's just too much fucking action. Like 90% of it is like heads fucking exploding. Like it's just, you keep, I don't know what the fuck's going on. Like, at a certain point, it's like, dude, like, there was one point where I, I was, I thought Bill would even agree with me, because I was like, they were going down the highway, and there was just, like, I think it was, like, David was, like, firing, like, fucking guns on a highway, and he was, like, like a tank or something. I don't know. I don't you know what happened. Me, you want me to go over that scene? I know what scene you're talking about. Just, so yeah, it, just really quick. David, it's when they steal the corp, the aristocratic corporal's car, and Lucy's in the passenger seat, and they're just like down the highway. Two, right? No, no, it's I, way nah, later. It's like it's... three or four. No, no, yeah. it's well, like it's like episode like eight or nine or something. Really? Like it's, yeah, because I remember like it was our third oh, time. Oh, it's, it's at the end. It's at the end. Yeah. Okay, that's like, yeah. You're talking about when he's in the exosuit with, with McCree in the car. <laughs> I think it was like exosuit thing or whatever. Yeah, he, and McCree, I was just, McCree was driving, right? McCree. Yeah, McCree was driving. McCree was driving, <laughs> and I was just like, I was like, Bill, this is fucking like I'm. I gotta be honest, this is fucking stupid. It, it is a Bill, little ridiculous. It was. It was. That was when it was like this show is fucking dumb. Yeah, like, the cars were flying in the sky. It just. It's like I thought you were talking about the scene where he used the San Devastan to make that like ninety degree turn when he's doing like hundred and twenty miles an hour, and it's just like a. I, but I, that's the thing. Like, degree turn. That probably like, that probably did happen, and I still can't remember because it was like sensation overload. Like it's like. Yeah. There's fucking too much explosions and gun and like I'm we'll, we'll chill for a little bit. Like there was no character development. Like we'll chill with the characters. They'll talk for a little bit on to the next job. But like I feel like there was no character development. I didn't really care about episodes, any character. They had to fit a lot. I know that. I know that. But we're still like Madoka Magic is like a twelve episode or and that's fucking great. Like I, I don't know. I mean like I don't think 
because it's 10 episodes that it should get a pass on like when other things that are 10 episodes can be better like that's but, that's true you are right about that there are some short animes that are in my top five of all time yeah like, like, like there, it could have been one of those I, death parades i think that was like a good example like i wasn't blown away but i thought it was definitely like if you were to compare death parade to this anime it's it's in a league of its own like it's so much better yeah. where like i i just did not like this anime and it's like it sucks because like i thought it was imitating ghost in the shell like it didn't feel like an homage it didn't and like it was almost like how much video game shit can we sneak in like oh look they're in the dumps oh look we're using the gun sound effects it was almost like it didn't have its own personality and it's like like it was so like it wanted to fit in as much video game shit but just to like wrap up because i don't want to like harp on it forever i just i i there was too much action for me to give a shit and it, it was like a good example of like an action movie to me would be like the matrix maybe or like john wick like something where like there's just enough context to propel that action forward and i feel like it, it, i had somebody tell me one of my friends said she goes it's actually a romance anime and i was like oh let's fucking relax let's relax it's not it, a, there's it's a romantic a, aspect but it, the, the, yeah. it, it's it's such a bare bones well, romance a, a romance anime so, like, in my opinion should end happily because it wants it wants the viewer I mean, to not, be, like, not even necessarily that but i just i wasn't invested in almost anything there's not I yeah i i agree like, with i wasn't in the sense that like, you can't really say we all started this podcast off at the very beginning of it saying how like it's just not enough time to really feel much for the characters as they die off it's kind of like yeah, like I get it. Main is like his bro- like big brother figure, whatever, like that. But even when he died, even when Dario died, stuff like that. Yeah, I had anxiety, like hoping that I was wrong. But when they did die, I just kind of was like, all right, like that guy's dead. And as the next yeah. person would die, I was like, all right, well that person's dead. And then when like Rebecca died, I was like, damn, that's fucked up. But like, yeah, she's dead. <laughs> it, and I knew that she was going to die because after I saw what Adam was doing, and I was like, this is the last episode. It, when people like, I I cannot agree that it's a romance. It is not a romance. Yeah, so anyone who's yeah. saying that is just being ridiculous, I think, because it's just not a romance. Like, yes, there yeah. is a romance element in it, right? Like, there's a love interest or whatever, but it's not enough to call it a full-on romance anime. Like, that would just that just sounds ridiculous. Like, it is. This is an action anime. Like, this is very clearly an action anime. It's very punk. It's very like colorful and uh, all about like the action sequences and choreography of them. But I wouldn't say that you could completely discard the characters all together. Like I actually relate to David's life. Like, even though it was only a very short anime, I still have, there's still things in it that like I relate to that. And that resonates with me. For example, like I went to private school my whole life and it was hard for my family to pay the tuition. Like they had to make sacrifices, stuff like that in order to pay for me to go to school. I didn't know uh, that in a private life. Like I, I didn't, I wasn't born rich. I didn't have a silver spoon or anything like that. So my parents had to sacrifice to send me to Catholic school. And I went to Catholic school from literally pre-K all the way up to college. Like all the first 21 years of my life, I was in Catholic school. And so like, I know what it's like to have your parents working extra jobs and like just doing a whole bunch of shit to make sure that your tuition's paid and that you get your education in like a school that they feel like will set you up to literally how David says my mom wanted me to be at the top of the Arasaka building. My mom basically was trying to set me up to like climb the corporate ladder, which coincidentally is exactly what I'm doing in real life right now. It's like I'm an accountant for God's sakes. Like that is literally what her intention 
Yeah, like hey, I am you a corpo. fucking corpo freezer. It, it's just like I can resonate to like the idea of your parent making these sacrifices and just wanting the best for you, but you also being a rebellious kid because kids are just like that, right? Like I think most kids are just naturally you get to a certain age and you just start to rebel against what your parents want for you. You're like, I don't want that for myself. Like I want my own path. I, I want to do this. Isn't what I want. This is what you wanted for me, right? And that's kind of how David feels in the beginning. Like when he's going to school, he's like, all right. Like I'm gonna like he gets into fights with that fucking snobby ass rich kid, and, yeah, and like all types of shit like that. Like I just resonate with like that entire thing of like not fitting in completely because you're just not from the same. Like to not sugarcoat this, I went to school mm. with a lot of white kids who were very affluent, meaning they had money, like a lot of money. Like when they turned sixteen, they were literally given like BMWs and Audis and, and Mercedes. Yeah. Like not even not even just a car, dog. Like they were given luxury vehicles like i remember yeah. when we like going like junior year i'm 16 because i graduated high school at 17 years old so in junior year i'm 16 and like a lot of the kids like had sweet 16 parties where they would just be given a luxury vehicle or like even if it wasn't actually their vehicle it was like their parents but their parent allowed them to drive to school every day for whatever like it was an extra car that they had daddy like, it's whatever. not a lamborghini I want my Lamborghini. It's my Swiss city. I can't. We didn't have anyone that was that rich, like Lamborghini rich, but like just to be able, like at 16 driving a Mercedes, like the current year's Mercedes, that's pretty fucking rich. That's an adult vehicle. That's a very, it's a luxury vehicle. And so it's like a CEO car. Yeah. You guys didn't get a Bugatti at your 16th no. birthday? No. But like my point is, like I just found the characters relatable because I live in a big city. I see a lot of crime and stuff like that. Like it's very like Philadelphia and night city and New York city are probably just like all the same thing. Like they're much yeah, it might, it might have some similarities. No, they definitely have similarities. Like you mentioned the kids just walking around and like, there's no adult around. Like that's a real thing. Like people struggling to make ends meet is a real thing. People like scamming, frauding, stealing, doing all kinds of like shady night activities and things like that. People just getting like shot see, in the head. You'll see fields. like a fucking six year old walking around with an Elmo shirt and a shotgun. It's like, yep. how the fuck is this kid? <laughs> it's an Elmo shirt and a shotgun. How's he out here? Doing real life. Shit? It's crazy, but it's like real life. <laughs> I just pushed a screenshot from the game. It's actually, it's neat. It's actually scripted. Those are the like kids in a class and that's their teacher. And she, they're going around Arasaka Plaza explaining an incident that happened in the past to the kids like a class mm-hmm. and it was just so good i thought it was so cool to see that like oh that's so wild like it's a school field trip like in the game yes, like, and you're observing it as much as you want to and you can completely walk yeah. away from it and it still is going on without you yeah exactly yeah i love just, games that have a, i love games that have a living ecosystem that doesn't necessarily need you like the it. first game that ever showed that to me and i still even though i'm sure there are but like i still feel like nothing ever did it the same was majora's mask I still, to this day, I feel like there has never been a game that has captured like a day, night, like 72 yeah. hour cycle as good as Majora's Mask. Like no matter where you it's, are in the game, there's something happening in that world at an exact time. You know what's really smart about that? Because you are right to a degree. What's really smart about it is that it's only three days. So yeah, the dev- yeah, from true. a developer standpoint, it's not a nightmare because these characters don't have to have full lives. Yeah. They, just, they just need to exist for 72 hours and it's not even actual 72 hours. It's 72 hours in the game's time. So like Yes, they have complete 
It's a complete too, yeah. Majora's Mask has a complete ecosystem that does not require you at all. Like you can do nothing for all three days, and it all the things that are happening around you, like the old lady getting stolen from and stuff like that. That stuff is going to happen regardless of you being there or not. Like you could not witness it, you could help her, you could not help her. Like it's going to happen, but it's easier to do that. And obviously, we're talking about the Nintendo sixty four, so like this is twenty years ago. But like it's easier to do that when you're designing it for a fake short seventy two hours as opposed to now. 2022 games like cyberpunk and shit like that they go on days and days and yeah, days of time apparently by the way um 72 hours of majora's mask is 54 minutes didn't know my that. point that's my exact point so yeah yeah exactly like, think yeah. about how short of development and like don't get me wrong for its time though it is groundbreaking what like majora's mask accomplished and it's one of it's definitely one of like the best zelda games ever but at the same time i think that like when you say and i, I think you even said this like there are probably games that have done it better, maybe, but for you, the best one that you've ever seen do it yeah, was Majora's yeah, Mask. Yeah. But for sure, by now, there oh, there's, games there'd have living, to be. There'd yeah, there are games with be. a living ecosystem that don't require you and that are having like longer than 54 minutes of things happening, uh, just yeah. regardless of you being there. So, but I do like it. I wanted to real quick and then talk about what Cheyenne said, um, about some of his complaints and just kind of give my perspective on them. And then, like, you know, at the end of the day, everybody's own perspective is what it is. Yep. Yeah. But um, from my point of view, in terms of like the character development and the action, uh, and the character development aspect is something that I think in terms of a broader thing is that's something that I hear people talk about a lot. And a lot of things is somebody be like, Oh, that's terrible. There wasn't character development. And I, there's, we, we've developed this obsessive society where like, there has to be this fucking big character arc with all these characters in order for something to be good. I don't think that's necessarily true. I think like there are stories that tell different stories. And like, for example, mm. this story wasn't a character development story. In fact, the, the the purpose of it was kind of the fact that like these people don't learn from their mistakes and they fall into these tragedies it's and that's how their lives more end. more about because Night they, City than it is about the characters. Yeah. And so like they don't grow and learn from their mistakes and develop because that's kind of the point. That's what leads them to their death. And then you could you could also even argue like somebody like david his character development is the fact that he is spiraling downward and like not yeah. growing and like yeah he's he so like, as innocent yeah and he and he ends up a fucking gangster it's supposed to just be like a small snapshot of like one of millions of stories of night city and that's like though that is one thing i do like about it yeah like, yeah like night city though i I'm going to be like, well, I haven't even beaten the first fucking game. I'm waiting for them to currently, they said they're going to overhaul the cop system, which is just fucking nonsense, but they're going to redo it. And once they do that, I'm finally going to play through the game after fucking two years of, I've owned the game for two years, waited for like fucking a year before a year or two. So it'd be like a long time since I want to play this game. But, um, the fuck was my point? I don't fucking know. Like, um, it, it's like every, everybody, it's like small little stories. Like, this is, and this story is just nothing. Like Edge Runners, yeah, it's just like it's just a thing that happened. Well, it's I think just a group of people. Yeah, I think that's how you should take it, though. Like, I think that that is the point. Like, Kenny, yeah, yeah, same. I, same. I, 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 think so I, too, I agree yeah. with Kenny to a degree. Like, I think that try not to focus too much on these specific characters and focus more so on the overarching themes, like losing your humanity to cybernetics. The yeah. tragedy of Night City, like how it consumes you, uh, losing your innocence and like descending into a world where you feel like the only way I can actually live and survive is that I have to do these things like edge running and like net running and all that stuff. So just 
those overarching concepts, like again, losing your humanity to cybernetics, like how people slowly, like David starts off what they called organic. Like they make fun of him for it. Like you get, he yeah. got teased for being organic. Like he hit somebody yeah. with the Sandy <laughs> and he did fuck the person up, but he hurt himself. Yeah, and then, like, oh, look at this fucking guy with two eyeballs over here. And it's like, yeah, sure. <laughs> there's not much development for like Maine and David and their relationship and stuff like that. And it does happen. Everything happens really quick where like Maine dies episode five and then episode six time skip. You know, David is now Maine. Yeah. Like all of that happens fast, but I don't think that the point of this was like, oh, these characters, we want you to be hardcore attached to them. And they knew that going right. into the writing because they killed them all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they didn't intend for you to have this great big like, oh my god, man, David was like my fucking dog. David and Yagami and Light, like it's not supposed to be like huh. like Death Note clearly focuses on Yagami Light as a person, like how think, he is as I a person. Me and for example, when you asked like when you asked like who is our favorite and least favorite, me and Fraser ended up having a similar opinion that like we don't, I don't have a favorite. Yeah, character, I really don't. Really, and I don't have a least favorite character because even though I enjoyed the characters. The show wasn't about necessarily their character development. It was just like about the show. It was about yeah, Cyberpunk, yeah. about Night, Night City. Like you said, this and one so, incident, Cheyenne, it's like this one snapshot of like isolated something happening. Sort of, yeah. Like basically, they all got killed off by Adam Smasher, and most of the city won't even know or care. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Going, they just don't know. To, it's just another story. Going you know? back to like David dying. So like, in order to become a legend in Night City, is you have you basically you have to die. Yeah. And you have to die yeah. in a glorious way. And people definitely yeah. know David. When right? that people happens, talk about him. And, and when that happens, there's a club. The af- the afterlife club is an, like an edge running like bar club. In that uh, bar, when a legend dies, they get a drink named after oh, that's them. So, cool. so I'm hoping when I go to play that game, you can order David's drink. That would be. Wait, really when cool. you go to play what game? Cyberpunk. Do you like? You're going to patch it in. You think? Oh yeah, I'm, yeah I'm sure already, they already, already announced that they're doing that, Kenny. That's all. Oh, that that'd be awesome. Man, that'd be so cool. You could, like, you could like drink the Martinez, and it's just like a Corona. yeah, yeah. yeah it'd be whatever drink he likes, which would probably be non-alcoholic <laughs> and non-fizzy because he couldn't handle those drinks. Yeah, that's funny. But yes, it, they definitely already I said. What is seltzer water? Yeah, <laughs> I, I did see that they were going to uh, be adding like stuff from Edge Runners because the show has revitalized the game. Yeah, which is, made I'm me, happy about. Like, it made me more so for the the Cyberpunk game initially. I think it's cool, like the concept and stuff. But I had no, I had no faith in the game because it was in dev hell for fucking ten years. Yeah. And then like it came out and it had you know all the it kept, it got delayed like seven times and they were like it's not going to get delayed and then it got delayed again and then uh, all that bullshit and then like everybody pre ordered it it came out and it was a buggy mess and it's one of those examples of like why we shouldn't pre-order a lot of games because we're just like giving these developers money and then they put out games that still need two more years in the oven right let's let's just patch that right there so you don't like piss off any devs that are in like listening it's not the devs fault it's It's the management's fault no no that's true that's true it's not game to release time and the devs are like it's not ready and they're like that's true the stockholders want their fun they want their money no, yeah, because like Anthony, for example, he works on movies and commercials. He's a dev, you could argue, for like a TV show. Right. And when something's fucked up, it's not that he did it wrong. It's you. It's usually that they didn't give him enough time or enough budget or whatever in order to do the job properly. Um. So anyway, that said, when Cyberpunk finally did come out, uh, I thought the game was cool. Like I watched Cheyenne stream it. I watched some other people play it, and like, there's a lot about that game that I think is cool. It just was riddled with a lot of problems. 
Um, like I'll be honest, like if you like like the aspect like Monster Hunter, you have to make builds, right? You have to get gear, you have to upgrade. Yeah, that yeah. Gear. Same thing with Cyberpunk. It's the same concept. You have to get gear. Yeah, no, the, get like, it's really interesting. And then my point is though, is all the problems with the game like really fucking turned me off. Not that I was planning on buying it anyway, but this anime, like. I really drew me in, and I was like, I really, really liked it. And it's one of those things where it's like, man, I would love to play a cyberpunk game. Like, almost ignoring the fact that one exists. <laughs> it's like, I would love to play a cyberpunk I, game. I wanted to say this to you guys. So we're close to the two-hour mark, so we're going to start wrapping up. Yep. But one of the things that I was thinking about is, how do you guys feel about the idea in real life of modding yourself with cybernetics, like cyberware and stuff. Like, would you be into that kind of thing? You think? We're uh, gonna get there though. We're, we're like, we are going to do that. Like, yeah, I fully we, fucking how believe. You, how do you feel about it? Because we, we, I, me and you, Cheyenne, we will be yeah. dead. Like, uh, like, unfortunately, whoa, whoa, we are, we are whoa, born Frazier, too early, buddy. All right, speak for yourself. I'm gonna be the first mod. I'm gonna be modded out. I'm sorry to tell you, but we are we are far too uh but we were born far <laughs> too early. When, when to it comes it. down to cybernetics, like we actually are there. We have limbs that you know if you have if you lose an arm, you can get a like a limb that would help you. I saw, okay. you can, I was at Walmart today about... and I saw a guy with a peg leg. <laughs> no, I mean, I swear to God, I saw a guy with a fucking have you seen modern, like, modern, like, I want to take a picture of like things and stuff, though. Okay, so pretty advanced. No, 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 no. So you're you're completely, you guys are completely misinterpreting what I'm saying. No, no, we we we're fucking around. Like, I'm talking about in the context of this podcast, which is on cyberpunk, and you see the shit that they have. We don't have anything even near that. Like, I can get a fucking robot leg or whatever you want, a prosthetic leg or whatever, and it can help me run in the Special Olympics. It is nowhere near close to the legs that can literally fire off actual weaponry and make me jump on top of a fucking building and shit like that. Like, it's not. I'm talking about cyberpunk. Like I'm talking about the shit they have in Cyberpunk. Would you be willing to mod? Like, would you be willing to do that type of thing to your body? My thing is yes. I'll say say yes if it's the aspect of like if we were in Cyberpunk. Absolutely, because that's the only way to survive. Well, well, no, no, and like even in our world though, like I would do it as long as it doesn't fuck with my brain and it's it cannot possibly be connected to anything that could interfere with it, like hacks and shit. Because like, dude, there's hacks out there right now. I like I've I've watched videos on it where you can hack a Tesla and like slam on the fucking brakes. I was it's like if your car just talking how, about that. What really? How, yeah, you can hack talk, in the cars. I would no. yeah. I was talking about that to my friend. I said eventually uh, all cars will be self driving. Like they will be able to just drive themselves because that's what Teslas do and that's like the future, right? But I said, do you know how bad it's going to be when people start hacking electric vehicles and just like making them do shit to cause accidents or not even yeah, like, you just can, like you can scare the absolutely person. you can hack in the cars now it's just i'm gonna guess like tesla has like the foremost security experts because like you it's just possible like i've seen videos of people hacking in a car and you could just turn on the brakes yeah 100%, you could do whatever you want i mean you can, anything car, electronic can be hacked right and, like, but that's, that's just... but i think that's almost like the very first not counting like hacking into like hospitals or cutting off pa- generators and shit yeah, but, like yeah. that is probably one of the early earlier first times in our life where like you can hack something and directly harm someone yes because right now 
Yeah, right now, we're all organic human beings. Like, we don't have mods to our bodies or anything like that. But in Cyberpunk, like, you can be hacked. And it, somebody could fucking EMP. Did you see in Cyberpunk, when an EMP went off, that one guy, they tried to attack him? And he just fucking EMP'd the whole area. He was just yeah. like, all of you guys are cut off. Like, that... So, on one hand, yes, you are more powerful than any human, like, right now in the year 2022, like, in the year 20. 90 or whatever whenever this happens like you are way more advanced than like we are right now but it comes at a cost of like cybersecurity needing to be really really strong and how it affects your brain right because like all of the way the brain works is like electric signals get sent down and that controls your limbs and everything like that and it's the reason why you're alive but like it can just get really really scary just the concept of it like on one hand yeah it's cool and easy to say like yeah i would definitely mob myself but at the same time there are people in the cyberpunk world that were not cyberware freaks like his mom for example was just a regular person like she was a regular person another thing in the lore there's actually people that just don't have cyberware and they it's because it's religious reasons Uh, yes which will be in real life too yeah there's there's monks you encounter in the game that like they don't preach it but like they're just like they they said their body has to remain pure they're behemothly against it i'm sure like they're and and real quick go to our private message right here now and then i want to bring you back to that i want to bring it all the way back to the (laughs) fucking that's what i saw at walmart today i saw a guy walking on a fucking peg leg with (laughs) wow (laughs) and he's just i was just i wanted to take a picture of it so bad but that's that's like exactly what he had this looks walking on that this does does not look comfortable to me because i imagine my foot falling asleep like my leg falling asleep being in that position it's fucking bizarre i was just like why why is what is this i imagine i imagine he could only be like that for a certain amount of time because blood flow like that like you can't you just can't get the right blood flow with your leg being bent like that for but that's for, like it, it's either he's on the cutting edge and he's further than all of us in no, his this is pursuit not, no. to become a cyberpunk or he's behind us like <laughs> no, years no. several decades behind us Here, on a fucking pirate this ship guy with a peg leg this guy is either, it's either a peg leg or it's a cyber leg and i don't know which one it is on on that all, all that note now like you know adam smasher right he's he's a the beast. pinnacle he's the he's pinnacle, pinnacle. There is actually someone leagues ahead of him. And I mean, what? Like Adam Smasher would see this guy and just not even confront confront him. And here's a picture of him. Oh, this is is a meme. No, no, no. It's not a meme. This guy is his name's Savage. Oh, my God. He looks like um, Michael from GTA 5. (laughs) Here he is. There's a closer up of him. Adam Savage or Adam Savage, that's the guy from Mythbusters. Adam or Smasher would not fuck with Savage. Look at him. What is he has flip flops on and booty shorts? He has a tattoo across his chest that says Savage. He has uh, Daisy Duke cutoffs like Anthony wears quite often. And they're (laughs) not quite often. Quite often. And they're they're bleached. And he has little sandals, like cyber sandals. Look at the sandals. Those are future wear right there. Oh Frazier's like, God. oh my God, I'll say this. Clothes. Not like know, this. Notice this man has no cyber wear. No cyber wear at all. That's what I, that was the first him. thing I noticed is that he's the guy doesn't have cyber wear. He has cyber oh. flip flops, though. He, he's not a complete fucking. But, um. <laughs> Look at him. Oh, shit. He's incredible. But that's yeah. a guy you see in the game, and like we've just fallen in love with him. Like he's been a joke between me and Bill for like fucking years at this point. Like we love him so much. I saw him, and I was like, it. "Oh my god!" Like I'm gonna. I, I I saw him in the game. I was like, "I can't beat this guy." Like he's gonna. He's, he's gonna just, ruin he, me. He, he goes by Savage. You know? But um, in terms of getting cybernetic enhancements, I I'd probably do it. Like if it was legit possible, like 
I don't know what parts of my body I would want to get cyberly, cybernetically enhanced. Like I'm thinking like arms and legs, but yeah, I, I guess for me, it would only, it would only really be arms and legs and maybe like chest area where your heart is so that your heart is probably more protected. But yeah. other than that, I'm probably good. Like, obviously, I want to keep my penis and like my ass and stuff well, like that. That's like, what I was just going to ask. Would you gentlemen want to get any maybe sexual cyber? No, I think nah, I'm, because I'm black. So, like, I'm fine there. Get whatever that thing that guy had on in episode one. I'll get yeah, that. I mean, Frazier, <laughs> we're white. Like, we got to maybe, maybe us white guys got to I mean, some guys pants. are definitely going to mod like, their junk. And that's fine. Yeah, do you? Yeah. Only, Women do it right now. Though. Women mod themselves right now. Here's that's the what thing, I was saying. Though. Though. Would it still have like feeling? That's like, that's if it, thing. if it doesn't feel good, then I don't care. Like well, it's like all, I mean? it's all roped into your brain. It's like tied I, in. You yeah, know? I'm the same way. Like I'm not doing any mods to like my yeah, sexual areas. If it's not, if I'm not going to feel it, like that's just not. But then I yeah. imagine though. I imagine that because the brain actually controls like what you feel and like what you perceive and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. There's probably in in cyberpunk world anyway. And as advanced as their technology is, I imagine if you gave yourself a fake penis in that world, like that would, could it actually, would. yeah, I think that it would it would trick your brain into making you feel the the synapses of like pleasure and things like that. Like it wouldn't be yeah, a robo dick. Yeah, yeah a robo dick. Yeah, Just, I'm sure people would be, be into all that. Them, yeah. I mean, people people genuinely get all kinds of mods now, like the BBL craze, like a bunch of people getting BBLs, both men and women actually. Oh God, what yeah, what Brazilian brunt lifts. That's a uh, Brazilian, but so that's when they take the fat out your stomach and put it in your ass, and so you see like Kim Kardashian and like all her sisters and like a lot of the celebrities allegedly have like those procedures done to them where their butts all of a sudden are just like huge and they have that that ants life figure like that really exaggerated figure that no human being actually have. Yes, they look yeah. like everything from a bug's life. I'm thinking I wanted a dick like that. It'd be like a drill. You see sure what I mean? Could... I just linked it. I think I want to get a dick like a drill that. dick. Not you linking it. That looks painful. That does not look pleasurable. Sometimes you need a little pain with your pleasure. Yeah. <laughs> oh God, are you talking to the real yeah. guy? <laughs> All right. Yeah. So, um, well, I, I'll leave the the floor open if you guys want to say anything else. Otherwise, we can start to like like wrap up. I got nothing. Yeah, I mean, I'll just I don't know what else to say. I'll just say that uh, we have already said it, but um, I really appreciate the the show, the series. I really like the feel. Um. I want more anime to feel like this. I j- I really like the old nostalgic feel of this show. Yeah, and the newer style anime is obviously great, but I do miss things that felt like this. Um, the music, the way it looked, the 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 stylization of it, every it just felt really comfortable. I liked it a lot. I liked the story. Um, and it's been a while since I saw an anime that like I kind of felt sad at the end, and. Yeah, I don't know. I just I liked it a lot. I thought yeah, it was really I'll, good. I'll, I'll say that, like at the end, like I I, I was like, um, I, I I unfortunately before I watched it, I got spoiled of my favorite character dying, which was like I knew that was going to happen. I didn't know when it was going to happen. I'm glad she lasted all the way till the end. Yeah. Um. So that unfortunately got spoiled for me. But like, dude, the way she died, you're talking about Rebecca. Yeah, she was just dude. The way she died was like. I, like once again at that point i kind of accepted the fact that everybody was going to die but Same. i had the anxiety of hoping that like they wouldn't like some of them will survive dude the, she just like gets stepped on like a fucking elephant chasing a lady at a funeral yeah. and I just <laughs> like 
The fuck kind of funeral have you been to? <laughs> also, we were recently talking about. I don't. Was that not recorded? That was just like a random conversation we had last night. So last night we were talking with Kenny's cousin Stango and like some of our other friends, and uh, we were. I brought up that an elephant killed a woman and then what? showed up to her funeral a week later and and trampled her body in the casket. <laughs> <laughs> this is a real story that you can Google. There's YouTube. Oh, and everything. Like this is a real actual factual story of a woman being killed by an elephant. And then the elephant shows up to her funeral days later and tramples her and how absurd it is that like an elephant remembers that because they always say like, a, no one has a brain like an elephant. Like elephants remember everything. That's like a, yeah, they, that elephant was pissed. I, I just kept bullshit. saying like, what the fuck is this lady? It's not, it's do? not bullshit. It, it's not bullshit. But anyway, that lady uh, must be a real bitch to that elephant. Yeah, she, she had, had the bitch. Hatred. But anyway, I cut Bill off, but I, I just wanted to say, like, I wasn't ready for the way she died. And, like, it, yeah, she, I was like, God damn! And, like, it, was like, it was, like, instantaneous. They she showed it three dead. times, too. She, 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 she like, we're having a fucking moment. Fuck oh, yeah, you. They, they did, like, a, like a replay of it. They, like, yeah, it they didn't do that for anyone game. else, I feel like. I feel like that was the only death in the entire anime. I think they, did, they might have done it one other time. I can't remember. Okay. Well, I don't remember, it but... Hurt, um, man. It I remember me. her getting hit three times by Adam Smasher. And you know, I, I'm not even going to lie. It. When it happened, I was kind of happy because I found her fucking annoying. Oh, God. And I kind of just had a smile. I was like, yes, Smasher oh. getting in there. Nah, like, I, I don't know, man. Like, for me, like, I would just... Like it didn't. Before. It didn't affect me at first, but like the next day, I it, just, it hit different. Like I mean, I was, I was like, really, yeah, I was disappointed. I was like, man, I really wish he made it out. It definitely like, is one of those animes that when it's over and when she was going to the moon, and and earlier in the episodes, they they yo, find out the price of going to the moon, and they're like, oh, it's not as expensive as I thought. Like it's still a lot, but like yeah. it's it's something that we could actually achieve in our lifetime. And then when she actually goes to the moon, and then she fake sees David and everything, and they have those reflective ah. helmets that I really love. There is a feeling of sadness at the end of it. Like, there yes. definitely is. Because I'll like, be honest, during that scene, I was like, please don't take off your helmet. Please don't take off your helmet. I, yo, uh, I thought, I thought, no, I thought the same that. thing. I thought I she was going to take her helmet take off. Her helmet and, like, ends it. Like, I, I would die. I Dude. would die. Bill, I uh, thought the exact same thing. I thought she was going to take her helmet off. And I was like, don't do it. Please, God, don't do it. But it's just, like, a shame, man. Because, like, it's one of those weird things. And it's something that I love about fiction and stories is, like, these people aren't real. It's fake. It's not real. But right. it's interesting that like you can become invested and like I just I like I wanted them to go to the moon together. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I wish they could have got to the moon together, but then like the tragedy of it that is that like only one of them made it out. And it just like it fucking sucks, man. Just sucks. Yeah. I do I find mean, it crazy. I'm <clears throat> I am in the vast minority though. I think like I kind of looked it up. I think it has a hundred percent on Rotten Tomatoes. All three of you guys like it. A- Good amount. You know? I don't think it's a hundred though. I I really hate Rotten Tomatoes these days. Yeah, because I, know what you mean. It's, I think it's, that that is just like that's cap. Like a hundred is cap. I think a hundred should be reserved for very few things. And I and I just see it. So I actually checked. Um, the League of Legends show has a hundred. I watched I, like twenty minutes of episode one of that. I thought it was fucking amazing. Only twenty minutes in, but I, I gotta. I think the League of Legends show is like better than this show. So I it don't think seems they, infinitely I, better. I wasn't. I'm not gonna say infinitely, but I will say I think it's blatantly better. Like I think that it's just like the League of Legends show Arcane is a better show than the Cyberpunk show. And what I really don't like is that they have the same rating because. Right. To me, and I think to I think a lot of people would agree. I don't think this is a hot take either. I think the League of Legends show is just actually better because it has all things that make a show good, right? But then on top of that, like 
how could you say that both of these shows are a perfect hundred? You didn't find anything wrong with Cyberpunk's pacing, like you didn't like it. Just it's like I, I thought thing. that was kind of crazy though. Like I, I feel like I'm in fucking bizarro world because when I watched it, I just felt nothing. I was like, uh, like I was kind of just I was getting bored. It man. definitely does okay. not live up to the internet's expectation. The way the internet will make you think that it is like going into it, and this is what I hate about our culture now. Yeah, going into Cyberpunk Edge Runners because of the internet and because I told you I, I have FOMO. And I saw it everywhere. And everybody was saying how insane it was. You didn't want to miss out. I didn't want to miss out. But more importantly, I was expecting to be blown away. And And I'm going to be honest. I just was not blown away by the show. I thought the show was very entertaining. And I enjoyed watching the show. I did not think that it was like, like blown away for me. I always go back to things like Game of Thrones seasons one, two, three, four, five, six. Like that's like the Red Wedding blown the fuck yeah, away same, like same. Uh, like the character development of the way tywin is the way Tyrion is the way daenerys is like blown the fuck away like right. that is blown away but when i watched this show i was like okay like it's i i got what i I got the night city aspect i got the tragedy of it but i i wouldn't say blown away by any means like a hundred no like a hundred yeah. is a mm. hundred means there's no room for improvement like i um a hundred should not be given to anything in my opinion i'll end it there I like somewhat opposite of Frazier. I wasn't blown away, but um, I went into the show not really knowing if I would re- like, not really expecting much, not thinking I would be all that. In- like when I went into the show, I was just like watching it, uh, and I ended up liking the show a lot more. Like I went into it with like low expectations, yeah. and I ended up liking a lot more than I thought I was going to. Um, and I ended up like yeah, drawing me in. Like I think. I think to make it absolutely perfect, I think 16 episodes probably would have been it. But I think, yeah, you know, said that. even at I would, 10, I would go further. I'd say like 26. Considering I said like, 24 because that's what like anime I don't know if it needs to be that yeah. long because once again, it is just like a snapshot of these, you know, doesn't need to be. But I think that they could expand on like, I don't think it matters if it's 16 or 24. If it's yeah, good, yeah. it's good. Like yeah, yeah, at, at the end of the day, that's how I feel. I think that if it was sixteen, twenty-four, point. or twelve, or ten, or whatever, if it's good, it's good. And I do think that like it does some things well, but it we all agree, I think, that the pacing of the show is just not very good. Like I don't think that that can be like avoided. Like it's just the pacing is just. I think that they wanted us to feel something so much more for me. I really do. I think that you were supposed to get yeah. a lot more. And I only say that because of the time skip, the way David becomes, he becomes like Maine, but it happens so fast. And I think that there could have been like four episodes of those two, like bonding more, even if it's not necessarily like yeah, episodes dedicated yeah. to just those two, but just how those two work around each other and the life advice that Maine instills into David over and over again and stuff like that. And watching him grow and watching him like have sex with a woman for the first time and things like that. Like all of that stuff, all well. of that stuff could be like more, uh like developed and right. 16 24 20 12 10 whatever it is whatever if the, the show is going to be good it's going to be good but i think that to give something 100 means there's no room for improvement and i also well, granted, wanna... granted rotten tomatoes is it's only yeah. a collection of the people that have said it's good yeah, yeah. so far there's been no negative reviews yeah. but i get what you're saying like it's, yeah. it's like yeah. unrealistic though and that's it. That's why, like, I would give it a seven or an eight, right? Like, yeah. That's what a hundred. A hundred is a ten. A hundred is a that's ten. Yeah. Like, I would in, give in it my a, gut. You know, like, when I go with my gut, like, I, I think I, I linked it earlier in the chat, and I would like you guys to watch it. Like, it, it total would be like I don't know, like seven minutes. It's like when I watched the CGI of the first teaser in 2012, and then the trailer, and then the the CGI trailer. When I watch those, the feelings I get, I get way more like my brain gets like buzzy in the cyberpunk regions 
Like I get so much more into it than I did with the anime. Like, and I, I just think I'm, I gotta be honest. I just think it was a bad anime, man. Like for, so for me, yeah. like maybe like a three or four. At a time. I want like I just, I just to talk good. about something that Kenny said as, as like my last statement, I guess. Yeah. Um, cause this is something that happens often and I don't want it to get misconstrued with me as a person for long time listeners of this podcast. So I went into this, like I go into most things, which is I see what the internet is saying about it. So if it's not like house of the dragon, for example, is a show that I was anticipating without the internet's involvement. Like I didn't need the internet to make me yeah, yeah, want yeah, to same. But like Cyberpunk, I was oh, never going sure. to watch. I would never right, watch the show right. if the internet didn't make me watch the show ever. So when this happens, this this weird thing where like Arcane is the same thing. The legal, I don't know anything about League of Legends. I was never going to watch Arcane on my own. The internet made me watch Arcane. The internet made me watch Cyberpunk. Now, because I never played both of these games, I have no interest in them. And like, I never planned to play these games even after watching their animes and like enjoying their animes or whatever. But my point is, whenever the internet makes me watch something, despite the fact that I might have high expectations because the internet is saying it's the best thing ever, it's mind-blowing, I make my mind up at the end of it, regardless of what the internet, like if I go in with low expectations, like how Kenny did, or if I go in with high expectations because of the internet, like I usually end up doing because the internet just does that, even though I'm starting to get used to it now to the point where I don't really believe the internet anymore, but like no matter what expectations I go in with, if it is good to me, I'm going to say it's good to me and I won't let my expectations or the internet's expectations that they try yeah, to instill yeah. on me affect my view of it. And a you're good, a good ex- critic then. I mean, you're a good critic. Yeah, I'm unbiased. And a good, yeah. a good example of that is the show, a Queen's, the Queen's Gambit. It was a show that the internet like went crazy Walter about. And I haven't it, seen it yet. It's really, oh my God. So to me, that is a 10 out of 10 show. Like that has no, Damn. that is no cap. Like I think that show is actually perfect. I don't think it needs any, like it doesn't need a season two. I don't think it's anything that they need to improve on. I think that is a perfect show. It is 10 episodes, but obviously they're an hour long and like it is perfect. Like I think the Queen's Gambit is actually perfect. I think it also has Damn. like, I think it has one of those scores, like a hundred on Rotten Tomatoes or whatever, some crazy high score. And it, it's a hundred percent deserved in my opinion, but it's a show that the internet like definitely hyped up in a nerd world. Like everyone hyped it up a lot. And I was afraid a little bit going into it because they do this a lot and then it's not as good. But, yeah. but that show to me is actually a 10 out of 10 show, regardless of what the internet said. Whereas like cyberpunk, I don't think is a hundred. Like, and I, I feel that way, no matter like, Oh, expectations high or low. I, like, I always just go in and like, at the end of it, I make up my own mind, regardless yeah. of what the internet is saying. Like the internet is everyone's saying like, Oh, cyberpunk's the best show I've ever seen. The best anime in the last 10 years. I will blatantly just say like, y'all are cap. Like that's not real. It's just not that. Like it's not that. It is just not yeah. that. Yeah, y'all, y'all, being, y'all being ridiculous. Dude, I feel like um, it's like Kenny is is more into superheroes than me, and like I'm watching the boys, and I think like I fucking I think it's one of the best shows I've ever seen, and like Kenny, I think I like it more than Kenny, but that's just kind of crazy. I mean, you you know what I mean, like I think we we did an episode on the boys, but I think the boys is good. Me too. My, you know, I just I think it's cool. Like I don't. Yeah, man, that's crazy. I don't think but it's I, great. What's I interesting think it's is so though, good, man. Silverman also thinks that like he he's like it's, it's like the like best show that came out in the last couple of years, and I'm like I do yeah. like I think the boys is fine. I don't think it's the yeah, best it's show. Cool show to that's me nuts. is not. That's I never nuts. watched the boys and said this is the best show on TV. Like I never. I'm I'm starting to like watching. I'm almost on season three. I'm I'm really starting to get that vibe, man. Like this this is one of the best shows I feel like I've seen in a long time. Because like I was I I was told by a friend to watch the boys. And like, uh, by right, the way, I fucking hate superheroes. I, I mean, not I, like I, I, I'm not a fan either. I'm not a big fan either. But I was watching the boys, right? And I watched the first episode. The first episode hit me really awkwardly, 
And a uh, spoiler if you haven't, it's the first episode, so it's not really a spoiler, but um, basically the guy's girlfriend. Yeah. Dies, it's like disintegrated by a. Basically gets disintegrated guy, by the fastest guy on the, on the earth. He just runs through her. Yeah. And for me, that instance right there just affected me in a way where I just didn't want to watch the show anymore. I did not like. like I almost feel like it, it did its fucking on. job because, like, that's how I, I, I felt. I was like, yeah. it, was, it felt so real. Like, uh, like no, no, we're not going to go too much on it. Felt it. Wrong. it just felt wrong. Just like, like too the, much. Like, it's like, like too, way like too manipulative much early. or something. Yeah. I just, just want to say that I think it's cool. It's one of the things that's cool is like Fraser saying Silverman thinks it's an amazing show. Cheyenne, you think it's like amazing top tier. And then like, yeah. I think it's cool. I think Fraser just kind of thinks it's cool. Yeah, I'm going to say more. Uh, Me and Ken are going to everybody, everybody experiences shit and different. It's know? just interesting. Yeah. How like, like some people might really cyberpunk for somehow connected to them in a way where it, it, to them it's the best anime uh it's not to me but i do like it a lot yes and i appreciate like it. it a lot not a lot but i like it enough to where i would watch it if they did another season of it and it just happened. oh yeah yeah like i will yeah. watch for i will con- they- oh, sorry, go ahead I won't this is a show that i will continue to watch like if if they came yeah, out yeah. with more seasons I, like arcane i i'm gonna watch season two of arcane like when 100%. our League of Legends show comes out, we will be watching it. We will be doing a podcast episode on it. Like this show, if it had a season two, I will hundred percent be on board and I'll watch it. And I'll probably watch every season unless it started to get really bad. I'll, I'll watch it because Bill wants to watch it. But like for my own, like I probably you think you're pretty much done. Real talk, yeah. real talk. I'm watching it by myself. I can't watch it with you. Because <laughs> you want to enjoy was, it. Uh, is the wrong one the whole time. You were so you're like, uh, yeah, he just no, want to move and bring the fucking. No, I think that's like, like, Debbie no. Downer. There, there will not be a season two for me then. But, All right, and, um, but when it comes down to like like season two, I'll watch it. But if it was a prequel about like Maine and the crew, I'm all in. Yeah, like yeah, at, yeah. all in. Um, another thing too, like about the League of Legends, you know a sh- I know a show is good. When my mom watches it, no shit. She That's watched League of Legends, and it's like, whoa! I need. I should watch League of Legends. She's watching it. <laughs> yeah, it's still so surprising to me. Like shit, like Squid Game. Like Squid Game just seems like something Squid- that would she be the small and niche. Dude, it seems like the, it'd be like this small niche thing that would never explode. Like I don't know yeah. how the fuck. It's like an anime, but a live action show, and the whole fucking world watched it. Like, why it did just- the world get good taste out of nowhere? Like, you're supposed to be watching. Well, no, I don't CSI think it's, it's not that they got good taste. It's just it's all marketing. Squid Game somehow, some way, got marketed whether whether it was word of mouth or whatever, but it, it just came out at at a time and people talked about it and so people watched it. It's all um, about like Kenny said, it is marketing. It's like all this viral shit now, right? Like Twitter, yeah. like everything goes viral. It, it starts trending on Twitter, and that's all it takes for a show. Like that's right it. now, the Jeffrey Dahmer show is the biggest show in the world right now. Like, do you understand that anything can be viral at this point? Everything can be trendy. Everything can like the Jeffrey Dahmer show. I heard I heard that show is not good. By the way, that's what I heard. At least I don't know. Um, and or not not good and not accurate. That's what I've at least. My I watched the whole thing in like two days. I think that the show is fine. Like I get what they were trying to do with it, but that's a topic for another episode. Yeah, yeah. but like yeah, yeah. my whole the the point is the culture of the world right now with the internet and just like Twitter and Instagram and stuff like that is like once the, whoever's in charge of making things trend decides that like they got enough money from the people who made the show to make it yeah. trend. That's just what we're going to all be watching. We're being controlled, essentially, is what I think. Like, I I really do, like, not even on some conspiracy theory shit, but I just feel like (laughs) I'm not the only human being out there who's watching these shows because the internet is basically making you. Mm. Yeah, it's, 
I mean, that's all it is. It like, goes viral. Everybody talks about it. And that's how it's always been. Yes. The reason why pop music is pop music is because that's the music that the record labels paid for to be on the radio. And so you yep. hear them all the yeah. time. And that's the music yeah. everybody listens to. You keep hearing it over and over again. Eventually, you start to like something that you didn't even like. Like, I hated the fucking Soldier Boy song when it first came out. Soldier Boy up in it. Whoa. Oh, no. Like, I hated that song. I liked it. And then what happened is oh, you hear it so now. many times and you start cranking that. You no, start I heard it. Next times. thing I you know, cranking, you I start cranking start, a fucking knife into my neck. You That's well, I understand that. But guess what? The internet doesn't allow you to be a fucking person anymore. Now everything that you do is a suggestion that Google made for you. Like when you start typing something on Google, it knows what you are thinking before you finish typing it. Like it's, it's like it's, I, I, I think, think the end is trying to say is that there's a little bit of an edge runner in all of us and we're all a little bit cyberpunk on the inside. Yeah, we are. Okay. And so I think all that's right. what Fraser's trying to say. So I think I think what also he's trying to say is like we're all sheeple in a way. Yeah, it's it's just part we're of all, it. We're all yeah, sheeple. It's the way the world works. Like it's we're just it. monkeys with clothes on. We're it's not impossible any than now anything else. to avoid it. Yeah. You think I wanted to watch a show on Jeffrey Dahmer? Like you think that two weeks ago before that show I came do? out, I watched Serial Killer Show. All the time. I know that, but you're a fucking weirdo. I, mean, I, I, think I can't. That I, I can't wait. Prepared. Hold on. Hold on. I can't wait to watch the documentary about my friend Cheyenne, the psycho that watched all the psychos. You know what I mean? Like, the yes. psycho watcher. Yes. Dude, we documentary about everything. Man. Listen, just so, like, 20 years from now, right, you're mm. going to be watching, 30 years, whatever, because he, you're going to be watching a documentary about this guy, and he basically, he kills, like, 51 people, and he's the most, like, acclaimed serial killer in the U.S., and every one of his kills is the style of a different serial killer. It's based on 51 documentaries that I've seen about serial Yeah, it's killers. like Dahmer, Zodiac, yeah. and he That's just like, cool kind of Sam. As bad as that is to say. Yeah, <laughs> That's going to be shy. Like, I'd rather see that in fiction and not real life, but like, that is a cool concept for a serial killer, but I would appreciate it if it was just fiction. Um, and my MO is I'll, I'll jerk think, off a little bit at every crime scene. Oh, okay. Yeah, you will. You will. I, I think we can wrap up. It'll be a tape. Of, of a voice an, an uncle's voice <laughs> yeah yeah that's right all right well we're gonna wrap this episode up guys i hope you enjoyed this episode on cyberpunk and not on fucking serial killing uh but thank you guys so much bill and cheyenne for joining the podcast uh, all right I, everybody have a good night as i always do before we get out of here i want to give a shout out to the people over at our patreon uh, it is the beginning of a new month, so this is a great time to subscribe to our Patreon. We have exclusive episodes that only release on Patreon. Like, literally, those episodes are not available anywhere else. Uh, we drop one every month, and the people in our Discord actually get to, like, vote on what they want them to be. Uh, so, and there's also video versions of the podcast if you're interested in that as well. And there's other perks, so check out I'm Their Podcast on Patreon.com if you're interested in that type of thing. You also get access to our Discord server. But without further ado, I'm going to give a shout out to Connie, Austin, Leon, Quest, Garen, Xavier, Hylian, TCG Automotive, Dimitri Barnes, Alexander Brissett, Vinny Casello, Andre Reynolds, CJ, Dubkdat1, Saul at Dabbers Gaming Cafe. Also, Dank Ritual has been dropping some fucking fire. Their newest cloth playmat, the ivory one, is actually so soft. I've been using it at Locals for the last couple weeks. It is so nice. My friend Steve Silverman, two-time YCS champion, you guys know who I'm talking about. He ordered one the second he felt mine on Thursday at the local. Like, literally pulled his phone out was like, how much? I was like, it's only like 50 bucks. And he like ordered it on the spot. And I believe our locals is going to start selling them. So just check out dankritual.com uh, if you're interested in like TCG accessories and stuff like that. Anyways, to continue on with the Patreon members, we got Dan Rabel, Dennis Milburn, Joseph Marcello, First to Home, Dalis Fernares, S. Akuma, Mitchell Naus, Midwest Gaming, William Shapiro, Demetrius Fierdes, Vince Marquette, Dallas Bailey, Roz Weiss, Nick Stango, 
Scott Polera, Hansel, our two-time national champion, uh, Vincent Zen, Sarah Maria, shout out to you, uh, Sony at the uh, Sonny at the Top Cut Podcast, Alex Ahern, Philip Campa, Jalen Haskins, Arale Melfi Slump, and Dominic College. Thank you guys so much for supporting the podcast. We really appreciate it. It goes a long way. And as I always say, guys, do the things that make you happy, including modifying yourselves until you become a cyber psycho. Give Hell yourself yeah. a robo dick. <laughs> <laughs> We're out of here. <laughs>